This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. Just managed it. Load of twats. Welcome don't to the show. Don't say that. Don't say that. Hey, you load of twats. No, that's, not very, nice. that's not very nice. Coming up on the show today, we have Jim Sterling on the telephone. Jim Sterling, games reviewer. He's been on before, hasn't he? And, but we couldn't really speak properly because of all the legal shit. Just, what, are you laughing at? Can you just read out the whole sentence of what it says on screen? Uh, yeah, it says Jim Sterling on phone chatting to Ian Boltzworth. Who's Ian Boltzworth? It's hard work, isn't it? <laughs> Then on the phone, no, in the studio, in the coming studio, in. in the studio. We've got Lewis Parker in the studio. You know Lewis, he's a journalist and campaigner. Yep. He's going to Russia on his own <laughs> to experience the underground gay community. I'm not laughing at the gay thing, I'm laughing at on his own. <laughs> he's going on his own. <laughs> well, what a brave boy. <laughs> Why is on his own relevant? Why is it relevant that he's going on his own? Brave to go But I come and do own. this show on my own. Maybe not in Russia. But you don't say when you tweet about this show, Ian Bosworth on today is come down all on his own. <laughs> I'm going to Russia, mate, uh, to experience the underground gay community. Yeah, but my first question is, are you going on your own? <laughs> Why does that matter? I don't know. My mum said to me the other day, we were in a, a delicatessen, and she went, look at that lady buying all their Meckles cakes. She's going to take them home. <laughs> <laughs> On Fubar Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, it's next Monday, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we're chatting away with you here in the studio. Natalie is here. Are you still in a bad mood from the last no, show? No, I'm in a good mood. I just saw some rapping, and it made me happy. Do you know that Barry had to ring me to check that he'd not annoyed you? And he, Why would he think he that? He just said you were in a really bad mood. He, I, said, I he said you were clearly in a bad mood. I, I wasn't, Barry. He's put some ideas forward, by the way, because we were discussing about him maybe hosting one of these with me. Mm. And I said that you were worried that he'd say things that were out of order. So you're going to take, like, for instance, uh, he might say... <laughs> send me a really long text. No. That, by the way, I've not read properly, so I probably shouldn't read it no, live. No, please don't. Can you just... Um, but he said, uh, tell Nat I've agreed to do the shows and I'm currently working on some new features. Oh, no. Um, I won't tell you what they are, because he's explained what they are, but I'll tell you that one, one is Wacky Races. Fine. One is Legal Tender, and the other one is Transformers. <laughs> so they're the two sections he's been working on. I... I can't just say yes because we need to know what they are. But I know he's told me what they are, but I don't right. think I should necessarily. No, I think maybe don't say now what, what they are because they could, I can almost think what a couple of them could be. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... Oh, and all of them are dodgy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't know what wacky races. I can't think what that is right wacky now. Wacky races. But... Yeah. Legal tender. Um. Anyway, oh, he's, no, he's doing a joke. He's a, I know he's doing, he's doing a, a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. That's I liked what, it, and I'm not is. in a bad mood. But it's and... funny. Well, he just thought that you were. Well done. Congratulations on your total award. We didn't win it. Oh, that's a shame. We definitely didn't win it. We don't know. It might, it might actually happen during the recording of the show tonight. I don't really care if it does. Oh, okay. I, I won't find out. Oh, the phone's probably. off, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, 
uh, speaking of my mum, my mum, my mum came to that was really difficult. I started her rolling words. My mum, I think I might have developed a stutter. You know, I think I've said this before, but I genuinely do. I've got a friend who's just recently trained to become a speech therapist, and I said to her because she's just graduated for doing it, and I said, "Well, that's just in time because I think I've developed a stutter." And she just sort of laughed, and I was like, "No, I'm genuinely serious. I think I have." And I don't know whether I've always had it or mm. whether because when I listen, I listen back to like very old podcasts from way back when. And I can't tell if I had it then, because I, I would have edited it like I do now. Yeah. So when I do, I edit something, I will edit out the stutter or the repetition of word. Mm. And then on this show, you hear it more because it's not edited, the show. What word is it? What? What word is it you repeat? No, it's not. It's not a specific oh, word sorry. that I always repeat. That, I don't think that would... That's not what a stutter is, Matt. No, I, that, sorry. <laughs> what the fuck are you on about? What word is it? <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I've never known responses like like I get from you, and <laughs> I and I work with Barry Dodds. I thought you said that you repeat like have repetition of words. Of words, yeah, yeah, yeah. Words that, gen- yeah, generally. That's the word you just repeated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that it? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was was deliberate then? But oh, when I said okay. was was deliberate then, that wasn't deliberate. Oh, okay, but yeah, 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 was. Don't cry, Nat. <laughs> you don't have to cry. It's just a, a, a weird response to say to <laughs> me. Uh, I can't. I always. What's the I word that you stutter on? Oh, okay, well. I thought there might be a, like a trigger word. I, I think I had a stroke at some point. I think I had a what they call petty mal, like a, a, a small stroke. What makes you think that? Because symptomatically, I have all the symptoms for somebody that would have that, and there's a history of it in my family. Okay, so what do you smell? It doesn't matter. Do I smell toast? Do you mm. ask me? No, mm. it's not. Uh, I've not had a stroke. Well, I might have by the time this is out. You never know. Oh you know, God, we've got we a, have got bad we, record. We predict these things, yeah. don't we? I've not had a, a stroke that's you know crippled me or that you okay. know. But you can have a petty mal, that's a small stroke, which can just affect... I've got a mate who had a stroke and uh, when he was, I think, 30, I think he was, oh. and he now forever has, in his line of sight, he's got a black blodge that you can see oh. all the time. That's um, just always there. Should the you go to a doctor if you think you've had a petty mal? Possibly, yeah. Is that what yeah. it's called, petty mal? Um, I, th- I think it is, but again, I think my mum told me that. She said that you'd had a petty mal? No, no, I think she told me that phrase, so that might be completely wrong. I've never heard wrong. of it before. She said it about my granddad many years ago. Is it slang for something? I don't think it's slang. Small, I think it's just the, the Latin or French or whatever oh. it is for it. I, I don't know if it's the right word, oh, okay. but that's what I've always been told it was. Mm. Anyway, so she was down last week mm. uh, visiting me, and uh, and it was fine. And then uh, she went back, and she called me. She went back on the Friday, and she called me on the Saturday and said she'd had a row with the neighbours, right, okay. where, about where we live. And apparently what had happened was is that uh, someone, one of the neighbours... I mean, neighbours 50 years, right? One of the neighbours uh, came and parked up or something uh, a bit over our drive, and my mum said, I'm, I'm going back out again in a second, so I need to get out, and apparently it all kicked off. That's fair enough from your mum's point of view so far. Well, the, again, I, all I can tell you is what she's told me happened, so I don't know if there's bits she's missing out or whatever, mm. but she said it all kicked off, and they all came out. So it's the the grandmother of the family... The mum and dad of the family and their daughter, who's like 50-odd now, you know, she's mm. a bit older than me. And they all came out and started shouting at my mum, right, saying all sorts of horrible things, okay? And uh, and you don't want to have a row with my mum. But anyway, that's... Your mum's lovely. I can't imagine her with a temper. Well, it's there. But that's okay. not the point, is that apparently she didn't start this yep. in, in an aggressive way. She just said about the car. But here's what I'm going to tell you. So this is back in Warrington, this, right, mm-hmm. where I was born. And uh, so the daughter comes out shouting, this is reported speech from my mum, and in the middle of this row, I said to my mum, mm-hmm. and another thing, 
If my son was saying the things that your son says on the internet, I'd be thoroughly ashamed, and it just shows how badly brought up he is. <gasps> oh, I bet she saw red then, didn't she? But I mean, no, I think she probably agrees. But the <laughs> yeah. point is, I've been dragged into this row. Well, at least they're, you know, they're aware of your work and they watch you. Well, it means they're obsessed with me, doesn't it? Yeah, it means I think that so. they're, yeah, they're, they're stalking me and shit. Yeah, no, yeah, that's totally. nice. They're fans. But she said, uh, apparently, she said to my mum that I'd said on the internet that I hope my dad dies. <laughs> I don't think I have. I don't think you've ever said you've never said that. Like, I no. really don't think I have. No. And I think I, I don't know what I've said over the years. I might have said something alluding in that way as a joke, or as you know, as being a bit dark or a bit silly or whatever. But I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever got up in the middle of the night and no. then put fired up Twitter and gone. Seriously though, I really hope my dad dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think like I'm pretty. That. I'm pretty certain I've not said that. No, I'm pretty sure. But where have they got that? So from? That's slander, right? Um, if you, if you, if she's, yes, yeah, if you haven't said it, said it unless, unless she has proof that you have said it. Yeah. Yeah. Which, let's hope she hasn't. The only thing, um, that I could work, because I was quite shocked, I was finding it hilarious when she phoned me, and, which I don't think was helping. No, she's really angry. Because I was like, it. just don't get, I said, honestly, they want a response, don't get involved at all, you know, it's not, it, Apparently they also said that I brought shame on the street. How? By your naughty boy, what apparently you've been saying? So, yeah. The whole street? Because I say thing like, because like, I like go on the radio and say cunt and that. Yeah, but I'm not aware you've named the street that you've... Fucking all. You haven't said the street name, have No, you? but this is the thing, have is you? that how I broke that down, when I thought about it, I thought, so I'm, I'm, was I... To bring shame would imply that at some point I've brought pride. Yeah, <laughs> Do you true. know what I mean? That's true, yeah. That I've broken that. I used so, to be proud of you, but now you bring shame. So I, I must have been their selling point for a while. It must have been like, oh, you know, the, the one who does it, that. I reckon they did coach tours and they stopped outside the house. This is the house where Ian Boltworth <laughs> well, was born. Well, they better not park that fucking coach two inches over the drive or it'll, <laughs> <laughs> it'll all kick off then. That'll be a blue, you've lost the blue plaque now. That was coming. But isn't that, isn't that oh. worrying, though, that people yeah. that knew you as a kid and that would then sort of follow your career to the yeah. extent where they then start slagging you off. Well, I think it's normal if, if I live if I live next. to Also, like, the dad, by the way, is yeah. a frustrated comedian, so he, well, he he sometimes does work in men's clubs and uh, that. I don't know how much he gets, but you know, just sort of like does a bit of singing and a bit of comparing and that. Not proper, not yeah, well, uh, as in not uh, a, a touring comic or whatever. He's not right. on the circuit. He just does this one place apparently where he he does the comparing and that. Well, that is why they know where of your work. It makes sense now. If he's a frustrated comedian and you are a comedian, it's an horrible thing, jealousy, be, isn't it? Like it's a, it's it's a, a truly bad, horrible it's thing, a bad jealousy. Trait. But I've just, I have had it. I've had it, haven't I? You've said, you've said to me that I've seemed jealous. You get very jealous. I don't, I don't normally, so I don't know why that's had a flare <laughs> up. I don't know why I've had a flare up of jealous. Well, anyway, I'm just telling you that I've brought shame on, on well, the street, yeah. the street that I grew up on. But it's not like you've the named one, the street, though. The one where I, the one where I should be celebrated, I am now, I'm shame, I'm shame for shame oh for shame that I brought on that street. Well, which what? where I was once, a hero. I was once its guiding light. I was once something to be proud of. I was once something to say, hey, you know the little fat lad from that num- number, whatever. He, he, had, he was in Doctor Who with two lines. Wow. We used to be proud of him, and then. He, and again, I, I debate this. He went on the internet and said that yeah, his dad dies. <laughs> well, what did your mum say to that? I didn't way? think. Oh no, she was. But I came off the phone and I told Joe, and she said, "Do you think it's the thing from your show?" And in my last show, in Here Comes Trouble, mm. so I ran my mum back because she's seen that show loads of times. Yeah. So I, ran, I said, "Do you think it's this?" Because there's a bit at the end of that show where I was talking about uh, my dad being in intensive care. Mm. And there's two bits. There's one that where I say, I told him, when he came out of the coma, I said, 
um, if you don't go to the doctors from now onwards, I'll disown you. And some people get shirty about that. You know, mm. I've had some people sort of say to me, it's a bit, bit dark, that, isn't it? I was like, yeah, it is a bit dark. But what that's about is about a desperate situation of saying, look, that, that's the length I will go to yeah. to make my dad go to the doctors so he's all right. So I will say, it's essentially blackmail, I'll say, look, I will disown you mm. if you don't go to the doctors from now onwards. Right, you're not the only person to do that, but no, way. I know that. But no, but, I, the way they're talking about it, you know what fucking it. idiots are like when they watch I comedy do, shows. Yeah. They just don't understand what's going on. Yeah. But then after that, I talk about him shouting "bang" in intensive care. So I flag it up. At the, I flagged it up at the beginning of the show that he shouts "bang" all the time. That's his joke. and go "bang" to make people jump, and he did it in intensive care. That genuinely happened in intensive care. About about an hour after he came out of a coma, he did that because it was quiet, and he just mm. did it. Um. And I said at the end of the show, the only thing that would have made it funnier for me when you go proper dark is if he'd shouted bang and then die. Yeah. If it was the last yes. thing he ever did. Yeah, yeah. Little joke. And that's the only time I can think. But that's very different from saying, I wish my dad would die. Oh, no, I know. I very, know. very no, different. I know that. But then know sometimes that. people hear what they don't hear what's actually being said. They hear what they want to hear, don't they? But you know what? Oh, Speaking of bringing shame on that street, yeah. the mother in that family has got a personalised number plate that says Vag. No, she does she not. She genuinely does. They're her initials, V-A-G. Her personalised <laughs> number plate says Vag. But I'm bringing shame she... on the family by having a comedy career. Okay. First of all... Not on the family, on the, on the street. That's her name. I bet... Vag, mate. Vag. <laughs> Vag, mate. Oh. Within looking distance of our house. My mum has to get up in the morning and look outside. She has to look outside <laughs> at this house, in this house where she lives, in this street where she's comfortable. And the first thing she's greeted with... Is a number plate saying Vaj. You don't want to look out your window and see Vaj, do you? I would argue that's bringing shame on the street. Would you I, not? I definitely would. Someone needs to tell that's Vaj. That's shameful behaviour. Somebody needs to tell Vaj what Vaj means. Needs <laughs> <laughs> to tell her. Well, I presume they're listening oh. now, given that they follow my career with well, they, interest. They will be, okay. So I'm saying to you now. I tell mean, Vaj, tell Vaj. Do you know what? It would be bad enough that if you just dropped unlucky. If you just bought a car, you're like, oh, fucking hell, look what the number plate says. It says I mean, Vag. You, you wouldn't buy it, would but you? But you'd be like, fine. No, you might buy, end up buying the car. It might be second hand or something. You'd oh, go, oh yeah. fuck it. All right, I'll put up with that. I'll just have to deal with it. But you wouldn't. Deliberately. You wouldn't buy a personalised number plate, which I presume costs thousands of pounds, that says Vag, but not for a joke. Do, so do, she's not done it because it says Vag. She's done it because that's her initials. Do people call her Vag? Do you hear that much? I'm, I'm gonna from now onwards. It's a, it's a, it's a, she In must fact, know. Given that I've been pulled on my bad language, then Shame. as far as I'm concerned, they're all cunts. Oh. And for the rest of the show, we're just playing Beyonce. Okay. Any, I reckon I mean, that's fine, but any reason? No, but same song. We're just going to play the same song over and over again. Oh, God. I think I'm going to play that one where she's doing all sexy on the beach. Drunk in love. With a boyfriend or a husband or whatever it is. We've had this one song on shows before, haven't we? What? One song? We yeah. can do it. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. Why? Do you know what? That video, right? I very rarely get horny in that way at mm. people, um, you know, at things that have been put out there being quite sexy. Mm. It very rarely captures my imagination, that, to be honest. But I saw that video, a clip from that video, on a like a gif or something or a little meme or I don't know what they call them like a little vine thing it was on that and it had been cut into something else and I was like what what is that and it's it's just a bit of a just dancing in the middle on her own I was like that is so sexy I can't even remember what she was wearing but Mm. not much but um and I didn't even realise it was Beyonce. I had no idea. I was like, that dance is so sexy. And I, I, just like, I, remember, I can remember the afternoon. It took about two hours finding it. Really? 
Well, I was just putting like lyrics in and stuff and saying, oh. well, she, she, she sings that. And then I worked out it was Beyonce and it just didn't seem to be the same mm. song. And then, and then I eventually found it. She's very sexy. I didn't do anything. I, like, I, I didn't like mess about with myself or anything. Yeah, that's Beyonce. Yeah, Jacob's putting up yeah, a thanks, Beyonce. Thanks, Beyonce. That yeah. That is Beyonce, yes. In case well, I can't well remember done. who Beyonce that's is, good. he just sent us a picture of Beyonce. Very good, yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't that bit, Jacob, no. Yeah. But try and find me another bit with a, with a dancing. From Trunk in Love, probably it's from as well, isn't I it? I don't really like objectifying people in that way, but I feel that there's the degree of object- self-objectification, well, isn't there, with that? She's very... Or is um, there not? No, I... Uh, Would that be fair? I think so. If, if she's in a video wearing a, a bra and knickers and yeah. dancing around, then... It serves her right, course. don't it? That serves her it right. It doesn't serve her right. She's very sexy with She's very, well, she's what, what I'm saying herself. is, is that's part. Would that be part of the intent of what they're doing? Do they want to get people's loins stirred up? Look, if I'm dancing around in my knickers in front of somebody, then that's I would do like them for to. Anyone, is it? <laughs> I, People would uh, yeah. be worried about your eyes. <laughs> no, I wear a bra. Don't worry. I wouldn't. I wouldn't not wear tape a bra. them down, Nap. Tape they're them down because really. everyone would be terrified. No, are they not that big? They look massive. Well, well, they're not. They're like D cups, so it's fine. That's decent size it's decent it? size it's right. yeah you're not double days um, no not double days when were the last measured um, two months ago Christmas to, time to measure them no now. because just, M&S just did check. a good job you're going to go bravissimo really mate when you, once you get to your size um, listen, no, I don't M&S do bras up to like size Z so it's yeah. fine it's fine when you say you're D do you mean you've been once round <laughs> <laughs> No. Do you um, mean like, is it second D? Is that what you are? Because obviously no, you, you'd run well, out of letters eventually. And there's two you, so of them and they're both D's, so they are double D, and it's, okay, yeah, if you're I looking at it like that. Bigger than that. Um, whilst we're you talking look about like that Lola Ferrari that used to be, oh, who died. I definitely don't. I definitely <laughs> That's what your don't. I remember like, really. her. I used to feel for her, but they, that would just be impossible to walk around, isn't well, it? It ultimately became impossible, didn't it? Is that why she died because of her boobs? They I don't, killed, I don't, I don't think know. her boobs killed her. Jacob, don't send me. That's, that's just a link, why Jacob. Me, that's why are you sending me links when I'm in the middle of presenting? No, but, no, blame, I don't even, blame Jacob. You can't even click on it. Jacob, what are you doing, mate? I don't, I don't want links, Jacob. Jacob Please sort that? this out. What's that you're fucking doing? It's We're losing right, listeners. Yeah. Every time you're around, we lose listeners. Stop trying to be helpful if you're going to mess up like that. You're like Benny from Crossroads. Now, whilst we're talking about nipply things... Yeah, let's do that. Uh, I, I missed out. Okay. <laughs> let's talk about nipply things. <laughs> I missed out a tweet, or a couple of tweets earlier, actually, um, that were on the sex. We never really sorted out the sex tape. Though. Hey, did you see that illustration that someone did? It's now like three weeks ago. It's like very a cartoon good. of yeah, me and really you with babies it. and suck, it says sucking their tits, but it was just sucking um, like dummies. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought I it was great. I thought that's actually really good. Um, and I liked my hair in it, so I thought it was good. Um, <laughs> Now, Bephard, earlier, yeah, yeah, yeah. she said this, um, do dog play, like the guest from that documentary oh, before, I don't like it. who would be the owner and who would be the dog? I'm not being the dog. You, you've got no choice. No, I'm not. I no, don't you are the dog. No, but I'm not. No, I'm not going to run around. No, no, you're the dog. No, I'm not the dog. No, but you are. I'm not the dog. No, but you're you the are dog. the dog. You would be the, you're dog. the dog. I'm not the dog. I'm not dressed up as a dog. You're I'll the be dog. a cat. Like, I'm just going to sit there in a, some... Fine, fine you can be a cat. I'll put you in a bag and throw you against the wall. I'm not running around park or whatever or chasing after sticks. Still not arrange that. No. With that bloke. Which, oh, yeah, and I Spot. Meant it. I Spot meant it, it that we should go and take Barry down with a human dog. Still not been arranged. Have I got his number? Do I, have um, his I think we do have Twitter his number, don't we? We do have his just number. Try and arrange that. It's one of the things that just slipped by the wayside. Because you know, we're doing a Parapod movie. Did yes, I say about that? you mentioned it earlier, yeah. So we do. I've just had a meeting about it. Do you know what? I've just had a meeting about the movie just now with someone who does like film stuff and that. Yeah. But we, we accidentally crashed awake. Was that in the pub downstairs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're having a wake. Right. That's why it was closed till. But five. we got. I don't even know if I should say this on the radio. They were passing around a book of memories. And we couldn't say we don't know him. Do you have to sign the book? 
<laughs> Did you have to sign a book of memories? Because we didn't want them to go, well, what, what are these people doing? <laughs> Oh gosh! We have to follow of, through. We've had to sign a book of memory about a bloke, and I don't, I don't That's know. That's okay though. It's better than going. Do you know what you also you did that? Can I tell you also? I think did a similar thing. What? It was Doc Brown because he went in. I'm just going there for a piss. So it was like he's just. So crashed, he's I well. think he must have crashed awake as well. He's got like, a, little, see, a little celebrity now, isn't he, Ben? So it's like you've got a little celebrity signature in there as well. Maybe they've like signed the book. But I just, I just luckily said, <laughs> look, they had like photos with like streaming on a screen. Oh god. And just as it happened, I just noticed that he was on a motorbike and loads of them. So I just said about how he loved his bike. But then, That's true. But then the bloke I was having the meeting with said, what if he died on his oh, bike? On his bike, he could have had a bike crash. I mean, but he, he still could have loved his bike there and had a bike crash. Oh, I put like, I put bat Why did you I go in there? I put bat into hell on it. And stuff, because I thought it had finished. The doors were just wide open. Yeah, but you said you knew it was clutched up till five for the public. I should have known because we didn't pay for the drinks. Oh, well, that's a giveaway, isn't it? If you go in there on I've stolen from someone's wake. These things happen. Isn't that awful? It is horrible. No, these things happen, but you don't then sign the book, the memory you book. You have to, because at what point are you going to say... Well, my memory is, I've got no memory of him. I've never met him. I don't know who he is. Just say he was a great guy. His wake was all right. I could have put that as my memory, because that's all I've got. What drink did you have? What a nice free drink. What did you have? Lemonade? Did you have a beer? Are you going to suggest some other drinks? Are you going to have a wine? <laughs> I'm just curious <laughs> actually, as to I, what... I, you... Actually, I'd say, but the best oh. had a beer. Oh, OK. Well, um... You know what these film types are like. Always on the beer. Yeah, so I'm moving into movies now. Okay. In what way? Like, what, is it going to be a feature-length film, documentary? Yep. Are you acting in it? Is it a documentary? It's not acting. So it's a documentary. It's kind of documentary, but not entirely documentary. Can't say too much about it. Blair Witchy. Um, well, do you know what? I've actually just signed off the teaser poster for it. Um, and that the teaser poster, I think, is a bit is slightly Blair Witchy. Oh, I quite okay. like it. It's got I'd a like good, to see it's that. It's got a good strap line to it, which I, I'm not going to tell you publicly. We've got Jim Stanley coming up, haven't we? We have. We Look, should go put a song on. Yeah, I've got to be careful talking about this film because it's. It, I, I want to just blab everything. But you've signed it. It's a it's done a, deal. It's happening. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's been it's been funded by listeners really to the po- to the podcast. They, okay, they've put a fair chunk of money in. That's nice. Like nowhere near what it should have made. Because yeah, I yeah. suggested that everyone sends a tenner who listens to it, and they. Um, it's now up to two percent of the listeners. Have, oh. That's actually quite good. Yeah, that's, that's good. good. Uh, Jacob but, will put in twenty. Oh yeah, good point. Have you got you got twenty with you now? No, well, that's yes, isn't it, Jacob? Why is he so, doing Indian dancing? I don't know. He's What's doing do with Indian dancing. He's dressed like Smee. Show us the money. Show me the money, Jacob. Hang on, sorry, I'm getting a phone call. Yep, three more listeners lost. Brilliant. <laughs> just don't say his name. The boy. What? Jacob, the stop boy. it. I've just said stop doing it, Jacob. <laughs> People can hear what you're doing. People can hear that. It's offensive, mate. You can't just do that. It's like racial stereotyping. I've been drinking. Oh, I've been drinking. <laughs> How the hell did we get here all this shit? That's what we'll be saying the day after we wake up in the travel lodge. Wake up in the travel lodge. Wake up in the travel lodge saying how and how did we get the shit? I don't know the lyrics Which are. travel lodge is it? I need to just know. I told you, it doesn't matter. You're going to be blindfolded. Matter. Oh, yeah, true, It doesn't true, matter. You can true. pretend it's a mal maze on in your head if you want. <laughs> oh, I had a night in a mal maze on once. Oh. Anyhow, um, we've got Jem Sterling on the line. Hello. <laughs> what, what sort of attitude is that to welcome yourself to the show? Well, well, I'll be perfectly honest with you. You've come in. Right? You, you started abrasive. Wrong. You did what? What happened? <laughs> well, I got all the time zones wrong. Right. So I'm a little bit flustered. Let's just say I've had to mute my computer right. very quickly. Right. Well, what were you watching? Were you watching dirty films or not? I, I was watching uh, adult cinema. Were you watching a blue movie? 
Uh, I mean, I'm self-employed. Most of the time I am watching a blue movie, sir. So have we, have we interrupted your wank? Oh, God. You may or may not have. That's a yes, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. <gasps> Heavens, it- what, what sort of thing were you watching, Jim? One of the uh, what, what sort of things I watching? This is Jim Sterling, by the way, one of the most well-respected and not well-respected games reviewers in the world. <laughs> sort of splits it right down the middle. Slightly less respected now. People absolutely love him and fucking hate him as well. <laughs> Bit of everything, isn't it? It's pretty true. It's pretty true, yeah. Yeah, yeah. especially at the moment. No one's indifferent. What are the upset were you about at the moment? I didn't want to hear about your blue movie, by the way. I do want to hear what you were wanking over. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We won't... We'll circle back to that. It's not boggling porn, is it? Because you're quite obsessed with bogglings, aren't you? <laughs> Maybe we should make it a I rule like, for Jacob. If he calls like a guest a and they're wanking, just say, I'm having a wank, and then we'll just call him back in five. <laughs> like a new rule for guests. What, so you're saying the rule That's should be... That's professional, though. It's not oh, great, is it, Jim? No, it's is not it? great, but... I'm, no. I'm committed. I'm okay. committed to fulfilling my contract. Yeah, but you're also committed as to fulfilling your, your filthy urges. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, that comes second. As do I. <laughs> I'm not sure we can get Jacob when he's ringing guests to say, can I just check you weren't having a wank, were you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's all right. Um, all right, well, look. What, why do people hate you at the moment, Jim? What have you done? Have you upset? Um, what have I done? What have I done? I've, some people hate me at the moment because I reviewed a video game called The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and I said it was good. But I didn't say it was good enough. Right, okay. I didn't, I didn't say it was, like, really good. I said it was good. Oh, I think I saw it. Was it something to do with seven stars? Is that right? I've got that right? Yeah, it was a seven out of ten. So you gave it seven out of ten. Uh, so what's happened? Death threats? Do you have any death threats? Um, I've had a bit more than that. I've had my, um... My website was DDoS, which yeah. was basically brought down. Yeah. I've had people trying to log into my Twitter. Yeah. I don't know how they think that works. Like, they send the password request, I get the email, and then think, oh, someone needs to use my Twitter, I better go and tell them. Yeah, all they've got to do is put, just put in Boglin69. It's fucking obvious what his password is. <laughs> <laughs> what? This is for Zelda? I'm really shocked about this. I wouldn't have thought Zelda fans would be that aggressive. You wouldn't have thought video, fan, <laughs> video game fans no, would be aggressive. Zelda. Zelda Just video fans. game fans, full right, stop. video game, sure. But that's like a nice little game, isn't it, where you just have a little sword fight and stuff. It's it, fine. That's the one. They're the ones you've got to look out oh, for. Oh, shit. I mean, no I reason. love it. Love that you game. Should, you should see what people who love Sonic the Hedgehog get up to. <laughs> oh, no. Actually, I, I wouldn't Google some of the stuff they get up to. So, so what, what, what do you do? In, so, I mean, the, la- the last time we spoke to you, Jim, and I've known you, like, over the years, you know, from when you were a fanboy of me and then before you got, like, too fucking big for your boots and started chucking, you know, <laughs> chucking your weight around and giving it all a big I am. But anyway, you know, I, I appreciate your support, yeah. such as it is. But... Um, that was backhanded, such as it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But... <laughs> But the last time we spoke on here, were you, you were getting sued. Yes. That got chucked out before it started. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was sued for $10 million, which last that's what it was last time. Then it was $15 million 15, yeah, before yeah. it got chucked out. Uh, that's been thrown out with prejudice. That's fine. Then someone tried to accuse me of trademark violation because I did a video on their game. Yeah, I saw that. that. Yeah, yeah. Is that sorted out now? Has that been Uh, done? That's sorted out. YouTube have looked at that and said that was, you know, nonsense to throw that out. Um, And then it was this Zelda that. 
after the lawsuit was thrown out, I thought I was going to have a break. Right. But that's not quite happened. I mean, I can't even have a cheeky wank in peace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how much I'm under the... Without somebody, somebody ringing you off. Gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, mate. I'm, I'm, and with all your problems, this is probably the icing on the cake, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, uh, it was the, the last time we chatted, it was a difficult interview to do, really, wasn't it? Because we were kind of, uh, you, you know my mischievous streak, but I was also very aware in the back of my mind that I didn't want to fuck anything up for you legally, and I didn't want to lead you into, um, in, in the spirit of playfulness, something that then could come back and they could go, well, look, he said this publicly, and you didn't. You didn't say anything at all. You, you, you were on it, and I was mischievous, but... It was quite a frustrating thing to talk about because it, uh, I, I know, or I presume anyway, I, I, I don't know, I presume, I put myself in your position and thought, well, for all the laughing and all the being, you know, the, the character that you, or the uh, not character, the, the personality you put over in your videos and stuff, which is, you know, pretty devil may yeah. care. Yeah, not a character, I'm not Barry. No, no, <laughs> fucking hell, man. <laughs> That's going to put him in a quandary, because Barry blocks people automatically if they call him a character. Oh, right, So well. now, now oh, Barry... No. Oh, no, no, but by his own... Barry. By Barry's own rules, he's now got to block Jim Sterling, even, and he won't, he, he won't do that. Just verbally, even though Jim I hasn't put it on Twitter. <clears throat> Too late. Oh, if he matter. does that, I can't tweet him pictures of, like, all the Silent Hill toys that can get in America. <laughs> but he won't, he, he won't block you, that's... This is actually interesting what's happened here because by his own rules he's obliged to block you but he can't now because he mm. won't block you. That's yeah, this is what we call the Chris Duffy quandary. Yeah, it absolutely is the Chris Duffy quandary. It totally is that. So it's a real... Uh, yeah, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. I'm glad, you, I'm glad we've got that. But point of the matter is is I was thinking um, that must have an effect on someone to go through that even though you know you're in the right even though oh, you're confident you're in the right even though you're confident you'll win it but the stress of something like that is is huge it, like is enormously stressful and it's enormously it's like a, i presume oh, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a shadow that follows you around everywhere it's there at christmas it's there at birthdays it's, there, it's just always there and it? it's like a lump in your ball yeah do you know much. what i mean so it's, um well well i mean you and i basically our jobs in involves words predominantly so what can you do when someone takes those words away from you yeah and you can't do your job yeah uh you can't talk about these people there's this constant threat and for most of 2016 in fact this was longer than even the lawsuit's duration um i was suffering from a ruptured disc in my spine mm -hmm. and just the two of them combined um when this lawsuit lifted i didn't know how just how big a weight that was once yeah, that yeah, was yeah. gone like i have my work has just been more exciting and more excited uh, it's just it, it's it's been very good to get rid of it just just kick that away totally totally and, and again that's why i don't want to dwell on it today but i think you're because there's nothing we could say in an interview about that that i think would uh, put it across better than the 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 gym uh gymquisition that you did when it when it was chucked out, when it was actually closed and put to an end that lawsuit, you you did a forty minute one, which I thought like and as a genuine thing, I, I will say things during this interview that aren't genuine. I will say things I will be naughty and the rest of it, but I will say genuinely to you, I thought the way you dealt with the culmination of what had happened and the ultimate destruction of what had happened, um, incredibly well and incredibly measured, and it it retained what you do 
uh, as a performer, quote unquote, on you know online, it, you you retained your image, you retained your personality, but you also it, it would have been so easy for Jim Sterling of the Jimquisition to go, yeah, boo sucks to you, you know, yeah, I fucked a lot of you, and you didn't. It was very measured, and it was very you you spoke about quite how dangerous that precedent would have been, and quite how you know. Is, is that fair? Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 thank you. Um, like, that, that was... It's a tough line to walk between giving the people what they want, which is the self-aggrandizement. Uh, yeah. You say the Yabu sucks to you, the, the, the whole show of it. Yeah. Uh, while also trying to be as, as measured and professional as possible. Uh, because especially by that point, I kind of felt sorry for the guys who were suing me. They yeah, lost yeah. everything and, and everything. And I, I, and I didn't have it in me to be as... As, as vicious as, as I would have been had it wrapped up sooner. So I just figured the best thing to do would be to just repeat what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this was a lawsuit about libel. It was a lawsuit about the truth and the truth of those individuals, of, of the company formerly known as Digital Homicide, is more damning than anything else that I could have said or done. But isn't it, isn't it a shame when someone... Like when you say that you have sympathy for them, I, I can't. I, I get that because it, isn't it a shame when someone's so taken over with a, a, a cause that they've, they've lost sight of? They've lost sight of what they're actually angry about, or that's how, that's how it looks to me anyway from the outside. Because it seems like someone's just lost sight of why they were angry in the first place, and then maybe had dollar signs in their eyes as well to a degree, and just and and gone apparently barmy you know that's how it looks like i'm not saying they are but it looks like they've just lost control of themselves and yeah well i mean it got to the point where it just it did it didn't matter why they raged it mattered only that they raged yeah, yeah, yeah. that that's what it was they, that's all they had left it was just the anger i think and uh, i mean it's it's it, it's i can only sympathize with that to a point. Yeah, no, I get that. I, can I get be that. angry, but I can't be that angry. Yeah, well, they, well, they were, you know, in destroying their own life, they were also trying to destroy yours. So, you know, there's a, there's only so much sympathy you can give. But I, I, mm-hmm. I get it. I get why you would go. God, what? Oh are you, yeah, my, what are you doing? My wife is a lot less sympathetic than I am. Really? Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Well, what oh, I yeah, also yeah. There's, there's things she said that I won't repeat because there'll be another bloody lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> no, with prejudice, mate, you're fine. Um, I was, did I ever tell you about? Uh, do you know Roger Langridge? I'm not sure I'm familiar. Roger Langridge is a uh, a comic book artist. He writes comic books as well. He's he's amazing. He's won lots of awards and stuff. And he um he did the Muppets. Okay. You know, he did the Muppets comic when they brought back the Muppets comic about five or six years ago. He he basically created and wrote it and drew it it was beautiful it was like really right. it captured the muppet show better than anything else ever has that wasn't the muppet show um really amazing artist and i interviewed him on here i got to know him a little bit one day i saw that he was following me on twitter and he replied to something and i went why are you following me and he went oh, i think you're quite funny and i went well normally i would take exception at that quite but i'm perfectly happy with that <laughs> Um, you know, because I, I was like a big fan of his work and I owned a lot of his work and stuff. So he came in the studio and he, do you know what he did? He came in and we chat, we did the interview and stuff. We did it all. It was absolutely fine. And uh, a yeah. lovely bloke. And I brought, I'd brought in one of my Muppet comics, the cover. And I said, will you draw me a Kermit on that? After the interview. 
And he went, yeah, of course we'll. And so yeah. he, he drew a Kermit on it, just a quick sketch and stuff. I was like, that's brilliant. I was like chuffed to bits with it. And then he went, also, I've, I've, I've brought you this. And he pulled, right. he pulled out um, a drawing, that, a painting he'd done of me as Sweetums from the Muppets. Mm. It was amazing. And I, Nat will verify that I, you were here. Yeah, I was I, I was choked up. Yeah, I, I, like, so got, nice. I got really... That sounds amazing. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was fantastic. And then Miles Hunt from The Wonder Stuff, I interviewed him. And he, uh, he sorted me tickets mm-hmm. to a Wonder Stuff gig. Uh, last week I spoke to a guy called Giovanni Sparnos. He's in uh, Bat Out of Hell Musical. Okay. It started in Manchester. What he, did he give you? He sorted me out VIP tickets for mm. Bat Out of Hell. Did. I'm going this way. Did he, right? I'm going, yeah. I'm going on Thursday. You went last week. You went last Yeah, yeah, that's why I can last, say it now. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Go, I'm going Thursday to the Opera House. Right, right. And um, is the, the VIP tickets, and he's taking me on a tour of the stage and mm-hmm. stuff, and he wants me to go to the warm-up. And all that. I'm really looking like forward VIP, to it. Like VIP, like backstage, wait. all that kind of stuff, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, and then I interviewed Tony Prince. He was like mm-hmm. a DJ from the 70s and 60s and 70s. Yeah. He did like yeah. Radio Caroline and that. And he gave me his book and signed Oh, man, he must have given you something amazing. Yeah, yeah. Signed book. Signed it all up nice Signed. for me yeah. um, Hacker the dog we mm-hmm. had on Hacker uh, the little uh, the puppet. dog puppet from children's uh, CBBC and um, I know the guy that works Hacker I won't say that what his name is because mm-hmm. I don't want to ruin the magic and stuff but he built a puppet of me mm-hmm. he built a puppet yeah. of what Roger Langridge's drawing of me as sweet oh, that's nice isn't it yeah, like, amazing nice. phenomenal like it would have been like two grand or something yeah. like that, that puppet where he, just, he just built it for me and he gave me an original yeah, yeah. original Kermit as well um, Silent Mark was on. He was uh, plugging his uh, mag. He was doing this comic book, and he sent me just sent me a load of Chris Seavey vinyl from like old vintage vinyl mm. that he'd bought for me. This is sounding like a really a, a really good streak. That it's you're lovely. Right. Karen Wilde. She gave me her book, How to Be a Dog. She signed it all lovely for me. Jenny Matias. Do you remember the Bell uh-huh. Stars? Or are you too young for that? The Bell Stars. All right, okay. They were well, a bi- I mean, big group in the 80s. She, and she, she doesn't matter. She, Music lives on forever. Yeah, true, she, true. she came on. She gave me a CD and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Uh, Chuck, you Chuck Tingle, he yeah. was on. He gave me a fucking headache. Um, <laughs> we had a guy from Big Big J Sources. Yeah. He came. He bought me loads of sources Hot and sauce, stuff. You know, it's, a, well, it's one of the things we're in it. But in it lovely when you can... And I'm just interviewing these people, you know, they're not friends. I mean, well, some of them are friends, like the guy does hack as a friend, and, you know, and there's other people in there who are, who are pals now as well. But isn't it lovely when you yeah. get... I mean, you must get a lot of perks of your job. You must get a lot of sort of free stuff and that, doing doing the stuff that you do. I get the occasional. I mean, mm. yeah, yeah, not not so much now that I, I I went independent and the game publishers were like, right, we can fuck this one off. But, uh, Probably won't get any Zeldas anytime you know, soon, will they <laughs> Yeah, that's good, isn't no, it? No, no, not at all. I'd imagine, <laughs> though, some of the stuff that you get, I'd imagine that you get some stuff and you're like, oh, that's nice, and you're like... Like, for example, there's, there's stuff that I've mentioned in even mm. in that list. I won't say which ones, but yeah. I'd, I'd be like, well, yeah. whatever. Yeah, okay. you know, I'm not... It's the thought that counts. Yeah, yeah, it's the nice, nice thing to have, nice but it's not nice particularly something that I well, like, Yeah, I mean, like, even with the list you gave me, your mistake mm. was starting with, with personalised Muppet art. <laughs> And ending on a CD, <laughs> I didn't, which is an no, outdated media format. No way. Wait, if you were listening, Jim, I actually ended on a load of hot sauces. Yeah. Which were nice, really nice. Oh, did I miss the hot sauces? Yeah, yeah. hot sauces. Yeah. Yeah. Some, of which, is, of, a, some of which is still in my fridge. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I could have done the list backwards, but my point, I'm just like relating it back with you. I'm just saying, you know, that you must get some free stuff that you're not bothered about having, really. Um, really, really, yeah. Like, for yeah. example, if you're that, if you hate Zelda that much, <laughs> as much as you do, yeah. what was it? You gave it one star, wasn't it? If you hate Zelda, yeah, that, like that. surely you don't even want your copy of Zelda anymore. Just fucking gonna fling it out or just give it to a mate or whatever. There must be any other things. Oh yeah, um, any other things? I mean, you'd, you'd need something to play it on as well. <laughs> yeah, you would, wouldn't you? 
But are there any? Yeah. Are there any like, other... Am I going to buy that for you as well while I'm also packaging up this VR headset? And also, what? let me what? just also can I can I just tot up how much? Just this is just for tax purposes. Yeah. Tot mm. up how much I've given to the parapet so far? How much have you given? Well, how you much have you given? Oliver Twist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the problem is with the parafoam money. This is, and by the way, I'll explain it to you. But I'm also trying to explain it to Barry at the moment. Is that the parafoam money goes into production? He doesn't seem to understand that. He doesn't seem to get that. If we ask for money for a film, we've got to spend it on a film. We can't just fucking go Burger King. <laughs> is that what it is? He's trying to buy Beano cars. Oh, it's and stuff it, like that with it. I, I, I just think that he, you know. I, I don't I, it, honestly it's not something I should even discuss publicly I just think that he doesn't <laughs> excuse me I don't think he quite understands that you put no I get it he doesn't get kind of way up the production yeah the, the, you budget put, it's best to put money back in to do future things mm. you can still have you know you have some money from it for, you know, for your time and all the rest of it I have no issue with anyone you need catering don't you so you will need a burger no, king you don't, at some you point you don't need catering but uh. the, the point is people should be paid for their time I mm-hmm. agree with that mm-hmm. that's not I'm not going to say well you can't have a penny yourself mm. Because he's done a lot of work. Nowhere near what I do, but he's done a lot of work. Um, so obviously he should be paid. But if we take a chunk of money, it should be that you go, well, you've got to put it back in. But yeah. I feel like Barry's the sort of person that if you if you said, here's, 20, here's a £20 note or here's a £50 cheque, which one do you want? And that he'd, right. look, he'd look at them and he'd go, by the way, that cheque will take seven days to clear. He'd go, oh, I have the £20. <laughs> Yeah, that's, yeah, that's my feeling. With well, him. you can't, you can't get a double whopper with a check. You can't, true, you can't, true. mate. You can't, no. So I don't know what what was the thing you said about a, a what a v, VD? What is it? A VDU? Did you say what was the thing you said? I didn't. Um, Oh, I've got no idea. I've got no idea. I, it must be a different. It must be a different. Just thing involved on Twitter has been asking me about that. Hang on a second. Mm. I'm going to listen back. I, I've got a immediate playback. I can listen to it. Hang on. V- VR, VR. What's a VR, Jim? <laughs> yeah, what is it? I don't know what it is, Jim. Tell me. Right. It's a, it's a thing that gives me motion sickness. He doesn't. He doesn't want the fucking thing. That's oh. what's annoying me about well, it. Like he doesn't it. want it. Hold on. But it's not supposed to give you motion sickness, no, Jim. It's not supposed to give you oh. motion. You put it on your. Head. It's a big helmet you put on your head. Yeah. And yeah. Then I guess it's like you're in the video game. That sounds fun. Like virtual reality. Is but that he what doesn't it is? want. He doesn't like yeah, it. If he doesn't. Yeah. If, yeah. But if you don't like it, what are you going to do? You can't just. You could take it to a charity shop, but maybe give it sure, to Ian. Don't suggest oh, other things. Sorry. Give it to Ian. Why wouldn't you give it to Ian, Jim? I mean, I wasn't expecting well, this. I wasn't expecting her to back me up on this. <laughs> Like this it, is a he? surprise straight away. First of all, right, two on one now, mate. Two on one. First of all, depending on the headset, it's either way. Yeah. It's it's effort boxing it up and taking it to the post office, and you've said it for me. I don't like the sound of any of that. <laughs> then there's the expense incurred in the shipment. Plus, I'll, pa- I'll pay your fucking shit. How much is your shipment? How much is your shipment be? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I've not. I don't. I don't routinely send out virtual reality. But then, well, when it was delivered to you, how much did they pay? You could probably work it out from that, right. couldn't Hold you? Hold on. Oh, which one is it even that you want? Because one of them I legally couldn't even give you. Give, on, give the, the other one then. Well, Jim. then, well, then, the, the, then the other one. Can. Clearly, yeah. the other Obviously. one. Then stop making excuses now. And if you just said Jim Sterling, you've got two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you've got two. Yeah, We're having a discussion, and you've already got two. <laughs> Can I 
Can I just say, I don't believe Jim. I think he likes it. I think he's wearing it on his head now. I That's how much he likes I, his VR I, I, helmet. I'll tell you what I don't believe. I don't think he's even got one. Oh, really? I think this is all front. I don't think he's even got a PlayStation. I no. think he's giving it. I think what he does is he goes on YouTube and he rips video of other people playing games and pretends it's him. And that's why he's saying things like, oh, let me give this seven stars, because he'd never played never it. Never played it. No, doesn't even like computing things. That's what I reckon. That's yeah. my conspiracy on Jim Sterling. What do you, how do you answer to that, Jim? I, I t- I'll tell you one thing, right? <laughs> when, when I first listened to the Ray Peacock podcast which many, was, many years ago... Yeah, which was brilliant for many, its many time. <laughs> which was brilliant for its for time. For its time, it was very good. And I was, as... as Ian said at the beginning of the interview, something of a fanboy of him and his work. Yeah. And and every now and then, as a fanboy, you get dreams of working with your heroes. Yeah, that's true. You you get dreams of thinking, wouldn't it be great? You're welcome, Jim. You're welcome. If I did some sort of show. You're doing it now, mate. Here we go. It's like Jim will fix it. Well, here's the point. No, not that. Here's the point I'm trying to make, right? Is I'm glad it never, like, that dream never came to full fruition. Whoa. Because. Because I see the trajectory this is going, and judging by the other people you've co-hosted with, I'm about a month away from you feeling comfortable enough to start hitting me. <laughs> what? Right, well... Can you uh, explain that? Well, I will retort to that. First off, I've never hit anyone I've worked with. I've threatened to, but never done mm. it. So that's important. I threatened to kick Barry's teeth in the other day, but I didn't do it. Don't, that's not very nice, though, is it? You've not been in a room with him for that amount of time. Oh, I, I spent the night with him. Right. I mean, an evening. So, and an evening so, so, at an awards ceremony. Plenty of it. <laughs> All the exclusives today, aren't we? Right. No, not so, like that. So, like first that. off, Jim, I wouldn't hit you. I know you've got a bad back as well, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't hit you, okay? <laughs> Now, I will say, I'm, I'm very grateful, Jim. I'm very, very grateful that you promote my work within your work and that you say kind things about me, and that is much appreciated. You don't need to do that, but thank you for doing it, all right? Mm. Uh, is, that what you want? is that what you want to hear? I mean, that, that's a nice start. Do you want to hear... Is that what you... You want your hero grovelling back to you? Is, is that what you want? Is <laughs> you that want, what's happening here? the helmet. You've got to do what it takes to get the helmet. To get Jim's helmet. (laughs) To get Jim's helmet, you've just got to say what you need to say. Right, let's get into some technicalities here. What were you saying about you can't give me one of them? What was that? What's that? Oh, one of them is, is like, still technically forever the property of Sony. Right, fine. Don't want that one. Well, they can have that one. That's fine. Why have you got got another? The other one is uh, the HTC Vive, which is for computers. And your computers have got to have specific specifications to run it. Which right. that I'm not sorting out. Right, for I don't anyone. want. I don't want that. Well, you can't have anyway. either of them, then, can you? I don't want that anyway. That's um, the problem. Right. Well, no, it's not a problem, is it, Jim? Because as far as I'm aware, you're a billionaire, so there's no reason why you can't just go down the shop and buy me one anyway, and then just swap that for your Sony one, and I'll have the free one. Well, here's the thing, right? So you've bought yourself one, essentially. You right. The thing about the money that I get is yeah. it's a budgetary. It goes into production. Mm. Oh, yeah. uh, I can't just spend it on VRs <laughs> yeah. and burger things like you wanted. Oh, God, this is fucking by my own. Do they pissant. make this in the UK, Ian? Do they make these in the UK? I don't know. Well, I can see what's happened. All I know is that Barry's got one and I've not. No. That's all I know. Then all Jim, I don't even want one. Then all Jim needs to do is just pop on the Argos website, order it and deliver it good to your point. house. Just good get point. on Argos. Yeah, that's a good point. Doesn't need to, like... That's a good from point. A, there's no shipping cost there, is there? 
Have you got a parapod mug? Is Argos still a thing? Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. Is Argos yeah. still a yeah. thing? Just, just, just about. Yeah, still going. Have you got a parapod that's, mug? That's how out of touch I am culturally. Have you got uh, a I told you the other day, like, I'm not joking, you're the closest I've got to British culture. Right, okay, God, we, had an e- we had an email saying that <laughs> you last said week. That's as well. we, oh. I've got, right, here's, uh, have you got a parapod mug? Uh, I've got a parapod mug. Did yeah. it just beam up to your house? Did it just arrive? Was it just like materialise out of thin air? No, it was shipped. It was shipped. Oh, was oh, it? Oh, was cost? it? Well, given, yeah. given that we know that the limited amount that Barry does an admin, what? How do you think that ended up at your house? All right. No, I see the point you're trying to make. Yeah, mm-hmm. I shipped it I on d- myself. Took I see to, the point you're making. Took it to my local. I don't see why it's being made now after we've already determined you don't want either one. That was that was right. That was me speaking in anger, and I take it back. (laughs) All right. Right, I was panicking. I was panicking, Jim. (laughs) He does want it. I feel like I've been brought into a kangaroo court. You've not. We're all very pleased about your lawsuit, and we've already discussed it. (laughs) And get peeped into you. It's fine. Straight after this, you can go back to your wank as well. I'm Clive Anderson. A cultural reference. Mate, I fucking, I would fucking love you to to slam the phone down, but not as a joke. I would love to do it. It was serious. And then you send me emails going, I wasn't fucking joking. I genuinely never want to hear from you ever again. And then I'd lead a campaign to fucking bring you down for your reviews. We would end up mortal. Like Anakin Skywalker and Obi Wan, we'd become mortal enemies. I'll cut your legs off. And the diabetes will see to that yeah. soon anyway. Have you got diabetes? Oh, no. No, no, I was just being very self-deprecating. Okay, that yeah, way. yeah. yeah. We're, well, we're, both me and you are both shoe-ins for that, aren't we? Shoe-ins? Yeah. yeah. We'll, Guaranteed we'll both end up with no legs crawling around near a volcano. Yeah, but the, the which thing... Which is what? how I remember that film, Andy. That's true, that's true. But given, them, given our jobs, won't matter, will it? <laughs> no, not really. Both just sit on thrones, don't we? Just doing shit. Yeah, as long but, as we got Wi-Fi, we're okay. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's one of the places I slightly fall down. Can we, can we before he goes, find out what the film was? I do actually want to know. What film? The Blue Movie. We didn't get back to that. We said we were going to circle back. Now, I said to you before this this show started, mm-hmm. this interview does not end until we have a confirmation that he's oh, sending the video. Good point. Come on, Jim, please. I was like, the show will end, and this will be a five-hour like extravaganza. I mean, and we'll also say to him at some point as well that we're not even recording this. It's not even real. <laughs> yeah, we're not even doing a show. It's not even a radio show, mate. We only do. Why do you think you did a pre-record? I've already pre-recorded next yeah, week's show. Yeah. I did it ages ago. Don't even do a pre-record. It's live two till four on a Monday, so I don't know what thinks going on. It's just here. a phone call, this yeah, mate. That's all it is. It's being recorded. Um, well, Jim, can you just can you just agree to please? Just he won't agree to it. That's the well, problem. He, he's got all this Sony legal shit and all that as well. Oh, so yeah, he can't right, even we can't do, do it. it. Well, when the Sony legal shit is sorted, no, it's not. You... It's in perpetuity. He's had that. Well, can you just buy him one then, Jim? I've got to say, I'm, I'm, what's throwing me here is that Nat's fucking batting for me in this. I just want you to. Have really I mean, I wasn't like. I was expecting the, the VR thing to come up, yeah. and this this ambush was not something I was. And and I will say to you, the fact it's an accidental ambush yeah, as well, yeah, yeah unplanned, straight is incredible. Unplanned. I had no point. I didn't even tell Nat I was going to mention this. She thought you were coming on to bang on about your your lawsuit. Yeah. And then I just went, well, we well, let's not talk about that. <laughs> I just want the VR sorted, really. Let's move on. Why don't you buy me one, Nat? Well, how much? How much are they, Jim? Like. About eight hundred dollars. 
dollars. No, dollars. Well, yeah, but you, Jim can afford it. I, if I was sued for ten million, I don't know what I'd do. Why are you assuming Jim can afford it? Just because I said he was a billion? I, I don't think he's a billionaire. A millionaire, though. <laughs> he might be a billionaire, but I don't think he is. Okay. I don't know. Well, I'm not. I'm neither. I'm neither of those things. Right. Right, I'm, well, I'm considerably less rich than I was when you last spoke to me, considering what I paid <laughs> my lawyer. And legal true. fees are something that shouldn't have even been brought up in the first place. I sympathise mm. with that, mate. But all I'll say. In, I'll, I'll, I'm going to bring this to a close but what I will say in closing is you don't what you don't want at the moment in your life right is another enemy yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the last thing you, at the moment what I'll say to you mate in how your life's going with the Zelda Ferrari and the, the, you know, the legal case that's thankfully dropped and all the rest of it all this shit that you're getting the last thing you want mate you, you, want, you see what you want to do you want to do anything, literally anything you can to keep the friends you've got. Anything. Mm. There should be no, there should be no cost on any of that. Do you know what I mean? Fair point, well made. In it, yeah. So that's yeah. that's kind of a yes, then, isn't it? Really, yeah. fair point, well made. Yeah. Sort yeah. of like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so keep, keep the people you've got on side now, of which I'm, I'm proud to say I am one. Proud, yeah. Jim. Do you hear that? Yeah. Proud of it. I'm proud. Proud to call you a... Mm-hmm. Do you know what? Not just, not just a fan anymore. You're a friend. Well, I'm, I'm very touched by that. Proud. And, and I'll tell you what, I mean... Go on. I'll, I'll balance the books. I'll move some money around. Ooh. I mean, you know, the medical bills from last year, I, I can default on them for a bit. And oh, I'll, no, I, you I, know, I'll see I'm, what I can do. I'm, like. your, I'm your friend, but I'll, I'll say now, I'm not arsed about your back. Don't care about any of that. <laughs> right? <laughs> all right? As you're, if you're going to sit around playing video games all day, I've, I've literally no sympathy. Well, sod your kidneys too, then, mate. My kidneys are fine now, mate. Pass the stone. I've got a uh, diverticular disease now. Oh, okay. So well, whichever one it yeah, is, you've got this. Yeah, time. Sod, sod that one. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. No, I understand. That's my own fault. It's unhealthy eating over the years. I get it. Yeah, it gets to you. It adds up. That's that's one thing I've learned. How old are you? They, they did tell me when I was a kid. Uh, I'm like thirties. Thirties, okay. Sorry, yeah. yeah, not long left. I'm. I'm 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 twenties, mate, but I'm, <laughs> but yeah, I'm struggling, early, man. Early well, look, it's always a pleasure to speak to you, Jim. Likewise. And uh, you know, I hope you enjoy. I mean, like, even if you just play it yourself, I won't feel as bad. He doesn't like it. it gives him motion sickness. Just don't like that. He's just he's probably just kicked under his bed or something. Seems like a waste. <laughs> and I don't think Sony'd mind, you know. And if it, do you know what, if it kicks off with Sony, I'll just say, hey, look, fair cop, send it back. There you go. There you go. I'll send, I'll send it back to Jim. I'll cover the shipping. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Jobs are good. Jobs are good. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, you know, it, it, it is a fair point. You made it quite well and eloquently over the course yeah. of this discussion. Yeah, keep, just keep keep all of the friends that you've got, definitely. Because the last yep, thing you yep. want is someone who's proven as vindictive. <laughs> and, you know, proven as someone who, even if they might not seek revenge immediately, is always thinking about it. Does does keep hold of a grudge? Oh, yeah, knows I'll, when to deploy it. I'll yeah. tell you now that every one of my previous girlfriends, if they're not, they should be worrying that something's going to happen at some point. No, what do you mean by that? No, <laughs> absolutely, they should not be. 
Oh, yeah, no, no, not physical, not a physical threat. But I mean, they should be worried that one day I'm going to, you know, say I, I shall have my revenge. Yes, yeah, say oh, something. Oh God, or no, you're not having revenge. Say something or post something. Or, no, you know. because that is not that is illegal. <laughs> so we're not doing that. I do not condone that whatsoever. Exactly. Look, I'm not saying I'm going to do it. What I'm, I'm suddenly backing away from you now. I'm like, no. What I'm saying no. is they should be worried about it. And what, what I'm saying to Jim is he should be worried about okay, it. Okay, well. fine. What do so you post some pictures of Jim? What have you two been up to? Just not been up to anything. Okay. Well, <laughs> don't mean I can't Photoshop <laughs> something. Photoshop, yeah. So I'm just all, all my point is, is I'm saying to Jim, just yeah. just watch your back, mate. Maybe your ex-girlfriends have got pictures of you, and you should be worried. They have. I'm proud of it. Okay, you'd like it, wouldn't you? Like, yeah, yeah that, that is. Oh, me. I don't mean like I wouldn't do revenge porn or anything. That's like that. okay. Like, what you need to clarify what you're doing. Oh god, like... I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Um. Anyway, back to Jim. Just saying, I'm, I'm the sort who will have my revenge one day. I reckon you sit on it. You're not an obvious one straight away. No, like you no. bide your time, don't mm, you? Mm. And lull people down. To it's like, like chess. It's, all it's like cool chess. Now. And then yeah, you pounce. Yeah, yeah. Don't know the hurt till the hurt. I'm the same when I have, if I have a physical fight. I'm exactly the same. I just can't imagine you fighting. Don't, don't know they're on the floor till it's happened. Two hits. You hitting them. Them hitting the floor. <laughs> Three hits. Three yeah, hits. And the ambulance is in 90. Yeah. And um, what was the film anyway before you let you go back to it, Jim? Quick, Jim, what was happening? Was the dogs in it? Oh, no, there definitely yeah, wasn't. Oh. There definitely was not, Jim, no, even if no. there were. That's, a, that's legal in America, isn't it? You can no, watch a dog it's and the not. Ladies. Bestiality is not legal. And I thought it was. Um, what were you watching, Jim? Don't know why he lives there, then. What? <laughs> Can't even watch that. Oh, it was just some bloke just whacking off his huge cock. Oh. And then you realised okay. that you hadn't even switched on the computer. Uh, it was a no, but oh, that's I a good that's a good joke, isn't it? It would have been like a mirror, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's quite that's, good. That's the joke yeah, I'm doing. They're the sort of jokes, yeah. mate, that mean you can share as long as we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to do my very best to make sure that that is is maintained. All right, mate. Okay. Let ref outside. I'm I'm relatively high maintenance, but um, but I'm loyal. Gotcha. I'm loyal. All right. I'm going to put some Beyonce on now, mate. Oh, <laughs> okay. Lovely speaking to you, man. Keep up the good work. Don't be, don't be not. I know you won't be knocked down, but don't be knocked down by these fucking idiots with reviews no and shit. Way. All right. I'll be good. And you two, best of luck with everything with you and and your boy Barry. Thank you very much indeed. And I, just for the record, I would say that Zelda's probably ten star. I'm out of topics to talk about. God. We've got 45 minutes left of the show. I tell you what we could do. I'm out of topics to talk about, and the guests haven't turned up. But I tell you what we could do. Maybe that's what's going on. Maybe this is why the the whole thing about him doing it on his own was a big deal, because he can't be trusted on his own. Maybe he's been told to come down to the studio to do an interview on his own. Well, it's scary. And he's probably just wandering around North London somewhere now. So that's probably why they're making a big deal saying, right, he's he's going to Russia on his own. So what they're saying is, he might not get to Russia. Well, we should check if he does things on his own. Like, does he go to the supermarket on his own? What else does Does he he do on his own? Does he get on the tube on his own? Before we can send him to Russia on his own, we need to know what else he's done by himself. Fine, but what I don't want to spot, I don't know this man. I've never met this man. I don't know anything about his history. So we don't want to start talking about him being on his own and all that sort of thing. And then find out that, that, you know, he's an orphan or something. Oh, right, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, maybe we'll ask that before he comes in have you had a wank are you an orphan two questions for guests but last week I didn't start either interview how we planned to start it so I didn't oh, ask so that was Zoe. I didn't ask that lad Charlie, Charlie. I, didn't, I didn't ask him if we's good for you 
Oh, God, yeah. We ran out of time, didn't we? Uh, no, that's meant to be my first question. Oh, I didn't yeah. ask Zoe if she had a, a story about a hanger. coat hanger. She but she did though. tell us afterwards she that she didn't have one she anyway, have so one, yeah. we did but find out the results. I feel like Charlie was going to say no to the wee drinking. I don't think he would now. It's, it's sort of science. Did you not get the impression he didn't really know that much about science? I think he knew about science... Um, from he said about ghosts and stuff and he went, not really his area know, is it know. I mean it's not the area for him is it he would not consider ghosts to be science sorry Barry's going to text it no because it's not a pre-recorded show but <laughs> um, yeah he's not really sciencey is it ghosts and vampires no but the people that believe in ghosts oh, no, they, they, believe. they think it is science it's like Ghostbusters I watched that the other night the remake what right. do you think did you like it that was alright I thought I thought it was brilliant I thought it was good it was my second favourite film last year oh, I think okay. Rogue One just eclipsed it but oh, only just only just but I did like yeah I did like Ghostbusters I particularly liked the use of Chris Hemsworth in that role and I thought that it was an interesting I was kind of funny from time to time it grated on me a little bit really? but overall I, I, honestly I just loved that film it made me laugh loads and loads and Barry absolutely hated it was that because it's four women I've got no idea what, no I don't think it's I don't think it's just that I don't think that's well, the what would be I mean so I like you'll have to ask him I will ask him I don't want to say on his, on his behalf what but he, he well, hated it it was endorsed by most because obviously Bill Murray's in it Dan Aykroyd's in it Annie Potts is in it Ernie Hudson's in it so mm. all the original only Rick Moranis said he doesn't do acting anymore so he yeah, yeah. and obviously the other one passed away Harold Ramis but I think but, Rick Moranis also um, had a misconception about what it was because really? I, I don't think Rick Moranis is actually closed to doing acting at he, all well, that, he, apparently they, when they offered it to him he said he doesn't do acting anymore no what he said was he didn't understand why he would do one scene in a film playing a character that he played years ago oh, so oh, yeah. So I think he was under the appro- or maybe that's what they did or maybe they did say play that character again. maybe I, I it was the know. same none of them else did Sigourney Weaver's no. in it as well isn't she briefly yeah, she's yeah, not they're all in it apart yeah. from Rick and Harold Ramis is away so yeah. Uh, uh, whether he misunderstood or whether that was the deal with him, I'd but be surprised if they, he'd be the only person from the original cast they want to play that character. I think Rick Moranis mm. is wonderful, and I don't just mean as an actor. I mean his, his entire personality that I know of. It's his, I guess it's his public personality, but everything I know about Rick Moranis, mm. I can't find fault with him. What do you know about him? Because I don't know anything about just him. Just about when he gave up acting and why he did it, why? and why he it, well he it, sort. It, one of the main reasons was because his wife died. Right. So his wife died and he had uh, young children. children. So he wanted to bring up the children. He wanted okay. to make sure they got the attention that they deserved, on it, which I think is obviously something to be highly commended mm. and stuff. But I think there was an also an element of it, as I recall, so this is me just recalling, so it might be a little bit off, mm. that it was that it wasn't really what he wanted to do now. It wasn't really why he wanted to do it in the first place. And what it became, and playing a similar character and all that, that he just sort of fell out of love with it a little bit, I think, and he found filmmaking a bit boring. Mm. So he does music stuff as well, and he still does that. And I think he was in a double act or a triple act something, and he, they've done reunions and things from time to time. So I think he, he did just go back to... I've a lot of time for Lee Hurst for the same reason, the comedian yes, Lee Hurst. Yep. And um, I've also... There's a lot of things about Lee Hurst that I think are truly abhorrent, in my opinion. I, I, I don't know much about him. OK, so. well, there's some, uh, there, there are some things that I don't respect, very much don't respect about Lee Hurst. But uh, I do respect that he did turn his back on... The sort of panel showy sort of, you know. Oh, they, he did the. Is it? They, they think, think it's, it's all over. over yeah. yeah, and then it was just like, I don't want to do this shit. It's fucking all. You know. I think that's, as I understood it, that was what happened. That he just went. He just got bored. I'm not doing telly. I'm not doing. I'm going to set up my own club and all that. Sort of, and, oh, he did, okay. and he did that. But like I say, there are. 
other oh, things no. about Lee Hurst that I'm not him? just oh, going no. his Twitter and I'll look oh. um, that I don't respect at all and that I don't I, it, I, I, I find quite confusing slightly we talked about Barry Humphreys last week would I be mm. not similar to that or um, not really and and then some oh really is, is how is that's how I view it from the outside okay. I don't know okay um, yeah again uh, just something that doesn't seem to make sense to me that someone who works in a in stand-up. I, I mean, I'm always slightly baffled by people that work in entertainment or stand-up or anything. But it's like the, our friend who's departed from this station and how he... Oh, don't yes. look confused. Adam. You know, I thought you meant Adam, no, not sorry. Adam. No, not I Adam. Like, not Adam. He's all right, Adam. Not Adam. <laughs> but our friend who, yes, a, I know who Adam mean. would fit in one of his hands. Um, that he started out in, you know, on the fringe and doing mm. plays and stuff that had a social conscience and that mm-hmm. had a, you know, that... That he's he's aware of how the arts industry works and how the entertainment industry works and what the difficulties are within that and the political difficulties that there are within that and you know things that he you know you would have been you would have thought from his early work that he had a good heart on him you know that he had a mm. good sort of socialist maybe that might be pushing it but certainly uh, an understanding of society an understanding of what was important and what was you know the things to attack and things not to attack which in my eyes appears to have just been completely warped over the years and that's what I think a similar thing with Lee Hurst is I don't understand how anyone who works in this industry covering radio covering well radio is perhaps a bad example because there's loads of right wing maniacs and that in there but uh, in performance industry like comedy and, and acting, you know, to, to a slightly lesser degree, but still to a degree, mm. people that work in that environment who are on front line with people and have to relate to people and have to get opinions across and think outside of the norm and outside of the conventional stuff and break rules, really. And, you know, you look at stuff in a, in a, in a more honest and truthful way mm. with, with no... Uh, no consideration really for social niceties to the point where you can bring shame on your street you were brought up in but that you will actually push those sort of things it always baffles me slightly that those people sometimes end up um, quite fascistic or you Mm. know quite right wing or because it doesn't tally up Donald Trump was in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air so Mm. like he obviously had his backgrounds in comedy and that's um, that's true yeah you just destroyed my argument now (laughs) now he's cutting funding and building walls isn't he well there you go well again well that doesn't let's let's simplify my my speech yeah please so we'll say it to somebody we'll just say that I don't think that somebody who was in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air mm-hmm. should end up a right-wing president. That's, that's, that's what we're saying. In Maybe what we're it? saying is like that's a barometer. Like if Let's go back and look, everyone has been the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and mm-hmm. say probably none of those should be president. That's true. That's why... <coughs> excuse me. That's why I'm always suspicious of those people. I'm well, always... What, Will Smith? No, 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 no. The people... The, the, not, the pe- not the actual people. The people, the sort of people that I've talked about just now mm. so people like Lee Hurst people like Gong mm-hmm. and that I'm always suspicious of those people because it, because it doesn't make sense so there's always a niggle in me where I'm thinking is this a, is this an act like, I, mm, people are right wing though aren't they they are and but in the they are way. they are but there's also people who right let, let's put it this way if I went out on tour tomorrow okay yeah. I'm relatively confident I'd sell maybe 
I'd, I'd probably manage 100 tickets at each venue, right? If, a, if we selected the venues right, mm-hmm. so on you know, this show, on the Parapod, on the Metal Pod, on the things that I do, on the fan bases, the disparate fan bases that I have, mm. such as they are, I could probably shift them tickets. Or if me and Barry went out tomorrow and did Parapod Live in London, it'd, it'd sell out, it mm. would, because it's not happened before and it, you know, it'd be a thing. So it, it'd do all right. But... Mm. So what I'm saying is I can make a I can make a decent living doing the job that I don't really enjoy. I don't do it that I don't do stand up very often now. But I I can make a decent living doing yeah. that, okay? But if I started being right wing immigrants shit and all that, you know, all that business, you know, mm. feminazis, you know, if I started chucking all them phrases around, my Twitter account would get higher and higher and higher. Yeah. My audiences would get higher and higher and higher because mm. they're the sort of people that would treat it like a rally. So they're the sort of people that would buy up all the tickets at the theatre, would sell it out, and would love it when I was using, you know, using racial yeah, access on yeah, stage. They, they'd love yeah. it. They'd fucking lap it up. You'd get a whole new audience. Yeah. You? That doesn't yeah. mean I. Be- I don't. Now we know. I don't believe any of that. No. But from a business point of view, I could do that and make a good living out of it. So mm. you can make a living being a professional right-wing commentator, even if you don't believe a word. People say about Katie Hopkins that she doesn't believe a word, a word of it. People say that. I don't mm. know if she does or not. I don't know how a human being can, but if she does, she does. But you can make a living off it. Um, yeah, you can. And a decent living off it by going out, telling lies from what you actually believe, because the people that do believe it will gravitate towards you and will buy your tickets, because they like a rally. They do, and you're right with the so- well. The social media thing will go up because, like Trump, you know, a lot of people follow him. And if you look, there are a lot of people that definitely don't support him. But just for the kind of what's he going to tweet next, they mm. will follow him on Twitter. So his like social media is going to rise and rise mm-hmm. and rise. The same with other people, um, the Hopkinsy, those sort of people, because it's like, oh, what's she going to say? Oh God, look what she said now. What an idiot! What's oh she yeah, I mean, I'm still know, following I mean, her. I mean, I don't know how many followers she's got, but I mean, it's, it's hundreds and hundreds of thousands, if not millions. Lot, yeah. But but you know what I mean. But if, but if I thought for a second. Mm. That that many people agreed with what she said, I'd fucking do away with myself on on the spot. I'd be like, I can't live in this world. It's not the only way to get followers. Charlie Science had it's got a lot of followers, That's isn't true. it? Two million YouTube followers. I bet he's not going on about but immigrants. Can you see what my suspicion is when someone's not been like that in the past? So, right. so when so, so, they, so when so, so like Lee Lee's a good example. So Lee Hurst, I've seen him do stand up lots of times, not in recent years, but back in the day. So I do stand up lots of times. So at the old comedy store and stuff, you know, was it the old comedy store or was it the new one? I think it was the new one, um, the one that is there now. Mm. And he showed no sign of any of that, the right. things that he tweets now. No but sign right of that. He's right wing now, is and, Well, he appears to be. Yeah. And, and But I'm, I'm also not saying that Lee's doing this. I'm not saying it's, it's a considered thing for a career reason because Lee's sort of turned his back on a celebrity career. Could he just have um, turned his back on a career, had a life, and then thought, this is actually what I believe yeah, now, no, possibly? A- absolutely. No, that's I'm not that, saying that's true. D- but no, but that definitely could be the case. Yeah. That be, and, and that's fine. That, if, that's what you, if that's what life's done to you, fine. Hmm. You know, what? who are we to judge? You know, it's like, if that's what gets battered out of you in life, and you end up like that, then so be it. It's a shame, but so be it. it as far as I'm concerned, it's a shame, but so hmm. be it. But I, I find it suspicious. I think there are some professional... Right-wing commentators knocking about the place. Who, in, who? Yeah, here and America and everywhere. Of course, there are people who are right-wing for the sake of. But who don't just believe. not believe what they're saying? No, it's wrong. They believe the opposite. Yeah, yeah. And of that course. I think is terrifying. 
I really yeah. do. I think it's terrifying. And mm. um, you know, all freedom of speech, all for people saying what they say, and you know, people can say what they want. They can. Will it? Will it? There's always a limit. No, to saying what you no, want. absolutely not. No, I, anyone can say whatever they, they want. They can do. Yeah. But will they get away with it? No. No. Well, what's getting away with it? Should you be well, pulled for your, for what things you say? Absolutely. Should you be responsible for things you say? Absolutely. Mm. Definitely. And if someone wants to, you know, be angry about it and have a row with you about it, that's their right as well because mm. everyone's allowed to say everything that they want to say. So that I, I can't say there are certain things you're not allowed to say, but you have to be responsible for the repercussions. Of course you do. Mm. But I'm not sure that they are some of these people. I'm not sure that some of these people are being responsible for the repercussions or even think or understand what they're doing. I don't know if you if you say something that could conceivably be seen as hateful. Yeah. And you don't believe it, then mm-hmm. how do you go home? What do you do when you go home? And I just sit there and I'd be stuck crying, I don't, thinking, well, that, what am I that, doing? Isn't that interesting? And then you go to your cash point and you put in your pin and you're like, oh, cool, that's all right, because that's date to have to do a balance check. But, it's, but again, that might, again, it might just be different sorts of people. All I can say for myself is, like, if I had, I was going to say Jacob, that's a bad example, but if I had you knocked off, what, why is Jacob? Why am I a good example? Well, I wouldn't, I, well, well wait till I, I'll tell you the story. Okay, fine. If I had you killed in a hit, yeah, right, slightly worried, but okay. And yeah. I got mm-hmm. uh, because I'd done that for someone else, one of your ex-boyfriends or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a million pounds. I'd oh, really no. struggle with that money. That that'd be like that wouldn't be compensation to me. That it, oh, okay, it would still get to me like no. But that's I know the boyfriend you're thinking of as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't quite Dead. a million. But you know there would be, but with, yeah. but with my own money, it will just nudge it nearer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I couldn't live with that. Like that, well, I, c- I couldn't deal with that. That's why Jacob that's why would be I see, exa- I see a bad what example. That's why you mean about Jacob. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, no. But I don't think most people could. No, no, you no, know, no, no, no. A financial reward would not be enough for the self-loathing. Would not be enough if, if indeed you have that or levels of it though. Because if you, if I was bumped off, that's a death. In which case, you should feel guilty. But if you just gone, and I say just gone, it's still bad. But again, it's and I like the that, immigrants. I know, but it'd be something that would make my life a lot easier. Like, there's lots of pluses for you being dead. But well, I'd I just like don't to, think, I'd like to hear them. I just don't think I'd be able to be comfortable knowing that I'd been part of the plot. It's better know. for you if I'm alive, though, I think really. I'd be mainly concerned I'd get caught, actually, when I think about no. it. No, well, you would get caught. Hmm. Better, better, really, if I'm alive, I think. Just, give, just, can you just give me one second? Just, I sure, just need to just quickly do something. Um, <laughs> Diane, can you um, get back to that hit man and just say that we're not going to do that? <laughs> Um, the Natalie, the uh, sorry. Don't say the name. It's damn the, good cherry pie. The Nat situation. We're not gonna. We're not gonna do that now. Okay. Thanks, Diane. <laughs> okay, that's that sorted. Um, oh no, I liked. Hear, I wanted to hear that then. What you want to hear? Five and a half minutes. I do love a Twin Peaks scene. Please, we will play five and a half minutes of the Twin Peaks. Yes, let's do it. Oh. oh, it's meatloaf again. Oh. All right, hang on. I'll play it for you. That was actually an accident that I tried to pretend was deliberate. <laughs> I just bought the vinyl of this, didn't I? Know. Yeah, you didn't, and it's a good Beautiful. choice. I've got the soundtrack. Very nice. Have you got it on vinyl? I haven't. No, I want it. Coloured vinyl. Get Cherry Jim pie Sterling vinyl. Send it to me. <laughs> yeah, get Jim to send it. I'll tweet him. Um, and I've got the vinyl for the movie as well, which Ooh. I've not even seen yet. Oh, uh, well, watch the series. Coffee first. coloured and. I've seen a bit of it. I told you about it. Yeah, but it's too weird if you haven't seen the series. I started watching it, and then me and the girl that I was with just did did it. It got us a bit horny. Oh, it's a horny film. Yeah, isn't it? Oh, dear. Oh, dear, Jacob. You all right, Nat? Sorry. It started, mate. That was the mic going live, that wasn't it? (laughs) 
Well, oh, oh dear, Jacob. We can continue with that, that can't gives, we? What that does is that gives the listener a little insight behind the scenes at Fubar, and in case they were wondering whether the thing with Jacob is a made-up thing, like we were just talking about, it's not at all. No, you no. just heard Nat off mic say, "Oh dear, Jacob." Well, wait till we find out why. It's walking on a daft hat as well. Yeah. Uh, we're joined now by Lewis Parker. Hey, man. Hey, how are you? Very well, thank you. How are you? Very well, thanks. Good. We've been uh, we've been talking about you all. All the way through the show. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh! Yeah, yeah. building up what, you be, what you're about know, to get up do you to. You know what we're focused on, or what mm-hmm. I focused mm-hmm. on rather, um, is in this statement about you that you're going to Russia, which you've just told us you've been. Oh, yes, yes, that's already, correct. It's already happened. Been. But I focused in on, so I'm going to read the sentence. Journalist and campaigner, he's going to Russia on his own for a week to experience the underground gay community. Full stop. Mm. Right. Yes. Do you know what bit I focused on in that? What? What do you reckon? The underground gay community. Bit. No. Going no. to Russia on my own. On your mm-hmm. own. Yes. That, that was. was the bit. That that really intrigued me because that to me says a million things. Yes, mm. that's like, well, what is, is this a first? Has he never been on his own somewhere before? Like we yeah. actually said, because it was a little bit late in starting, we said, is it because he's on his own? Is he? Yeah. Is can he not? Is he not really allowed out on his own? And it's like that's why he's been on his. That's why it's a brag <laughs> that you're on your own. Did you go on your own? <laughs> that you ever even I got did, there? Yeah. Oh, okay, he did. Not, he did so. go on his own. That's so correct. why on your own? Why is that a relevant thing? So well, I've always been fascinated with Russia as a country. Yeah. Um, especially I studied it at GCSE history um, okay. and like the Tsarist period of Russia is quite fascinating. Okay. Um, so when I decided that I wanted to go to Russia, I asked a few friends, um, and their immediate reaction was, "Why the hell would you want to go to Russia?" Right. Um, you know, we, we hear about it in the media about Putin. Um, yeah, yeah. So they all thought I was a bit crazy, actually. So when all my friends turned me down and I felt quite alone, um, I just thought, "Why not? I'm going to go on my own." So I. Oh, so that's a dig at your friends. Yeah, that's yeah, a dig at my friends who uh, didn't have the balls to go to Russia. Right. With me, so, so you're essentially saying, "Fine, I'll go on my own then." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, knew, I knew there was something yeah. in there. I knew like, there was and I'll show you. I'm, where are you? I'm going to Russia anyway. Yeah. Well, we yeah. should put this in pers- into perspective. So the reason it's like, oh yeah, so so what? You went to experience the underground gay community, but it is essentially, as far as I understand, anyway, in Russia, it, it's kind of like the UK in the 40s, really. Mm, yes. Is that it's not a it's not an accepted what they would consider lifestyle choice. That's what they would consider it to be. That's not my opinion. Um, so it is an underground thing. That, is that right? That the yes, gay it, it's not allowed. No, no, that's that's kind of correct. So homosexuality, it's not illegal to be gay or um, bisexual or trans or anything else. Okay. Though it's the actual uh, displaying that in the public, and that comes under oh, okay. um, a Russian law, which is against the um, essentially the promotion of homosexuality. So like clause twenty-eight was. Yes, yes, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. So I mean, I didn't actually go to Russia just to experience the underground gay community. I went there just to actually like go around some museums and. Experience experience the country but yeah. unexpectedly I found myself well I guess I experienced the underground gay community so yeah. it was a very strange uh, turn of events so uh, what, so what what's the legal risk of that in Russia what what so it's not well it's, it's not illegal to have gay clubs um, okay. it's just that they can't be signposted so like here in I L- see okay, so, right, okay so here in London for instance we have like the G-A-Y brand yeah, yeah. Um, so like J-A-Y like heaven um, so obviously like outdoors there's like rainbow flags and you know it says mm. J-A-Y in, in full writing whereas in Russia um, it was basically on the outside it looked like an abandoned warehouse with some okay. security guards on there right, okay. one door into a building and some security cameras right. and and then you get on the inside and there was like six floors of just this most flamboyant thing that I've I've ever witnessed. It was really? uh, okay, yeah, yeah. It was very interesting. So what was your reason for going? I mean cock aside, what was your reason <laughs> what was, But what was the actual what was the I mean, was there a, 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 a uh, political issue? Was that something you wanted to experience in terms of 
what, what I mean, even though I said cock aside very flippantly, I actually kind of mean that. Other yes. than getting off in there, you know, all the rest of it, mm. what was your, uh, what was the reason? Why did you want to do that? Well, as I said earlier on, um, I've always been quite fascinated with Russia. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to just experience the country and get to sort of see places that I've read and uh, and studied, essentially. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, upon going there, I, yeah, I, got, I flew into St. Petersburg. Mm. Um, and on the first day, I went to get a coffee and try to order. My Russian is terrible. Um, I will not um, let you uh, hear that yet. We wouldn't, uh, we wouldn't know if it was bad. <laughs> we couldn't tell. We you, could you, you could have just said anything and we'd have just gone, oh, that, yeah. sounds, that sounds about right. Fair enough. <laughs> so, um, so yes, on the first day arriving there, I uh, went into a coffee store, tried to order, and it was a horrific failure. Okay. Um, and so some students who were sat down came over and noticed that my British accent, um, and they could speak English, which was, was great. Right. So they invited me over to a table with them. Um, we got talking for about an hour or so, and then they suddenly invited me to go to a gig with them oh. um, because they had a spare ticket. So in one hand, I was thinking, OK, I'm either going to get killed um, or I'll have a really good night. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I decided I'm going to go and I'm going to experience it. So yeah. I went and it was one of the craziest nights. We went to it. It was a Russian band called Little Big. So they... Um, they actually sing in English, so which is, is great. Fun. Okay. Yeah, which was good for me. And afterwards, they was like, oh, we're going to go to a nightclub afterwards, but we're not sure if you'll like it. And I was like, oh, why? Um, and I was like, well, um, it's... <laughs> we, we legally can't tell yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowed to tell you. Yeah, so then they just went, well, it's, a, it's one of those gay clubs. And I just went, well, you, you don't know me. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they, they found out and we, we had a great night. Okay. So, uh, yeah. I still would have been thinking... All I'd have been doing is replaying hostile in my head uh, the yeah. film hostile yeah. I've just been like I'm going to get my eye blowtorched out here well I've seen a, I have seen a number of documentaries about mm. Russia Reggie Yates did one for BBC it was very good actually yes. but, um, I've still not watched that no, it's really good yeah um, you remember me saying and when, I'm interested when you go into the gay club which obviously can't be signposted as gay, mm. and, it's obviously, and you said it was very busy for the most flamboyant yes when they leave mm. um because it seems like there are a number of people who are getting attacked on the streets for being overtly camp and overtly flamboyant. Yes. Do, do they go out into the night or do they change? Is, that, they is that a big? Is, is that like one of the big issues in Russia that there are homophobic attacks? Uh, yes, yeah. there's, there's a lot yeah, of homophobic it. attacks, and especially um, I was talking to a few people and they were saying they have apps like Grinder and Hornet, and people will often um, set up fake profiles, okay. arrange to meet them, and then beat them up in the street wow, or wherever okay. else. So it's okay. yeah, it's very an underground scene, not just because of the legality of the situation right. but also because of the homophobia just which the is rife in, in yeah, Russian yeah. society yeah. so it's so, uh, so people were busy it was busy in the club male yes. and female yes. I'm assuming it was yes male and female drag queens everything right, but that's so. what I think when a drag queen mm. leaves there are they yes. going to de-drag I, to go well, out to the street I mean I left there in quite the state so uh, <laughs> I, I don't yeah. really remember seeing drag queens walking into the street but what I do remember is I came out at about 4 or 5am um, quite intoxicated um, as you can imagine of course um, and there was quite a lot of uh, security guards which were employed by the club mm. who was walking up and down the streets and then there were taxis waiting outside so it, was, it was very much sure sort of get safe. out the club and straight into a taxi right, okay. so um, yeah that's what I sort of witnessed so I imagine that's how it, it works in sort of other Russian cities where they have LGBT clubs okay did you find an intimidating any part apart from in that club any other points um, the only sort of area that I found intimidating was one evening it was my last night in St. Petersburg before getting the overnight train to Moscow which was that was an, another incredible experience which uh, also involved some Russian um, 
um, government official sharing a, a cabin with me, which was, I was a bit sceptical. Um, so I was walking to the train station um, with one of my friends who I've met, so I was just chatting um, and obviously speaking in English. Mm. So then, when, as we were walking down the street, it was like half past ten at night, and a load of Russian youth, probably like tw- in their sort of early 20s, bumped into us. Um, and then the, sort of the guy who was with was just like, oh, it's nothing. But then I noticed that they tried to grab into my pocket, um, and then they were following us. So I was like, oh, shit, obviously they've heard my accent um, and the language I'm speaking. They know that I'm a tourist, and they probably want to mug me or do something else. Um, so I was a bit sort of anxious at that point so I uh, thankfully there was a tourist shop which was just on the right hand side so I walked into there and we waited in there for about 10 minutes um, and when we came out they'd gone so it was that was probably the scariest experience that I I had. Well, well, I mean, you're a journalist, campaigner, political commentator. What's a creative strategist? <laughs> so I work on campaigns. Um, so for instance, oh, for political creatives. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay. okay, videographer, occasional YouTuber, based in London. Right. So here's the thing. So given uh, just from that, from that description mm. of you, so what? Where, where do you take it now? From after, after visiting Russia, where do you now take that? Do you have you written about it and stuff? Are you? Yeah, so I mean, I've I've written sort of I've got a diary of each day that I was okay. in Russia, um, and I've been doing quite a lot of travelling as well because my aim is essentially to travel to most countries in the European Union by the age of twenty five. Okay. Hopefully, more if that's possible. How are you doing? Um, on that? How many? I'm, you... I'm doing quite well. I've How got. Old are you now? Um, I'm on sixteen at the moment. So you're more than sixteen. <laughs> How old are you? Twenty one. Twenty one. You've got yes. a few years. Okay, yeah, so I've got a few. And then later on this year, I've got uh, Croatia. Oh, lovely. Um, that's nice. So, Gareb, are you going to? Um, so. Oh yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, so that should nice. be nice. These are all gay clubs. No, <laughs> <laughs> this is a place. Zagreb? This is a city, which actually is yeah. where uh, Game of Thrones King's Landing is based in. Oh, is it? Don't oh, let my image fill you. I've never seen an episode of it. I have. I've, I've seen all of them. I was judging that. Not so. seen yeah. a solitary <laughs> episode of it. <laughs> so you look like a Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I Whereas I am the Game of Thrones. I worked with that lasso. What was that lasso? Works with was in Game of Thrones. Oh, Gemma Whelan. Yeah. I know some other people in Game of Thrones, but I've never seen it. it. I think it, I probably would John like Snow? it. Because I'd love you to know I mean, Jon Snow. Let's not go with I mean, if, if you know Jon Snow, you, know you can, you can yeah. us up. Do so. either of you remember why we're here? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah sorry. Right? Sorry, sorry, but just we weren't allowed to. Okay. You, just getting lost in thought. Yeah. So, you know, typical. You, you've walked in, she's got a new gay mate, and suddenly it's all <laughs> chat, chat, chat. Um, well, what, the reason I ask you about what, what, what you do from here, like what you, how you address this, is that if we stick on Russia for a second... Well, like when I hear like the stuff you've said today and the mm. other stuff that you hear in reporting in the press and stuff about it, and there, there wasn't that thing in Russia recently about a soap star or something who'd who condemned homosexuality or something. Uh, I'm sure I read some, not, something along those lines. Not too sure. Yeah. Uh, it was something <laughs> along those lines. It was some, somebody quite famous who oh, right. said something about it was about Beauty and the Beast. Oh well, it, oh, it wasn't yes. going to be shown there. Was yeah, it yeah, yeah. Of it was one about scene. Beauty and the Beast. So yeah. some, one of yeah, the, yeah. some famous bloke who was, I think, in a Russian soap had said okay. he wouldn't let his child watch that film if there was homosexuality displayed in the mm. film. Hmm. So I guess that yeah, I guess that's been a major issue, hasn't it? Over mm. there, fucking good. I mean, from what I understand as well, the scene in Beauty and the Beast is like it's literally like a second or two. Like, yeah, and it's, it's, it's a very sub- subtle message that it's not uh, a big plot not a point. Big, well, no. well okay, no. I've got no idea, but I, I also strongly suspect Star Wars is going to have uh, that'll, that'll be the next one. I think Star oh, Wars okay. will have a, well, g- a, g- a gay story. There was it? the hint between uh, John Boyega and um, yeah, yeah, between Finn and, Finn and, and, and uh, I forgot his name. That's everyone weird. forgets his name. Who's, <laughs> is it John Boyega and, and Dom Nor Gleeson? <laughs> no, no, that's good as a bad Oscar Isaac, yeah. yeah, I can't remember his Oh, he's hot, I like him. I'm a massive Star Wars fan. I can't remember. Right. Google, Google Oscar Isaac's character's name, please. Jacob, I'm not seeing you typing, and that's 
Oh, okay. oh look! Oscar Isaac. <laughs> that makes me like you even more, though. That you're you're a Star Wars fan, so we can bond. Over I'm that. building my own R2D at the moment. Wow. It's going to be on screen. Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron. That's, that's, it. that's a ridiculous name, by the way. Poe I feel Dameron. Like, I feel like his character's not quite getting the clout that it needs to get. <laughs> no, as you'd know. Um, yeah, the, yeah. There was the apparently. Well, they both said stuff. I think Mark Hamill's also said in interviews that yeah. a suggestion that Skywalker is gay. Yes, but between oh. those two, there was a bit of a, a dodgy eye contact yeah, and the, the uh, a oh. thing, elite wasn't bite, there? which uh, can be read into. So mm. yes. yeah, I sprayed uh, I sprayed the body white last night. There's the oh wow, that's full size R2D2. Oh wow, look, and that's my impressive. Well, like I will I look forward to seeing that when it's fully completed. I look so. on my Twitter, mate. I do regular updates on Twitter. I lose followers by the day. Well, I will make sure I follow <laughs> you after this. And I don't. Care. <laughs> <Just get messages laughs> saying, I don't want to see Artemis's leg again. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, getting back to what we were saying, though, what what is the what do, what what happens in Russia? What's going to happen? What like, how is that combated? That's not that can't, that can't continue. That can't be. That's not why. Why will why will it not continue? As long as Putin. What homophobia is fine? Well, no, no, it's but, not fine. But yeah, as long but as Putin is, well, well, is there. Regardless of that, what? It, no, but you think if Putin died tomorrow, do you think right. we'd all suddenly have no issue with gay people? Well, mm. I mean, that the issue sounds is like it's ingrained. Yes, I mean the issue is obviously changing attitudes, and Russian society is is very complex in many ways, um, as I'm as I'm sure you know. Um, I mean, there are opposition parties which do tend to voice their opinion. But for instance, uh, a few years ago, I don't know if you remember the leader of the opposition. Boris Nemstov, he mm-hmm. was shot dead outside the Kremlin, mm-hmm. um, and there's been numerous journalists who are considered to be quite liberal who have been killed as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's very hard to to sort of actually change opinions without getting power. Um, and it looks like Putin's going to be going for a third. Well, it would be his third or he'll fourth. He'll go, and he'll get it. There's yeah. no way. Who's no, he'll get it because he very cleverly, to bypass the constitution, stood down to allow his prime minister to become president for for a term, and then mm. so it starts again for him. So it's a very clever method which is used. Um, but in terms of actually changing opinions in Russia, well, it does. You know, we have to wait until Putin goes, and hopefully, a opposition party gets in that isn't United Russia, which is his party, because yeah. he's very much created this one-party state, um, which has a monopoly on the media, on society. The propaganda makes people not trust the media, but they do trust Putin because he sort of was there to pick up the pieces after the fall of the Soviet Union. So. I think ultimately, it, ultimately, it comes down to waiting, waiting for him to go. Whether that's he gets elected out of office or dies, so you know we can. In it, do you have? Even though you're obviously <coughs> very politically aware, and you're you know obviously aware from a, a, a social point of view mm. and all that sort of thing, it, do you ever? This is what I I get the most. Like my, I have a background in sociology, but I don't really engage it too much nowadays. I, I sort of read it on the toilet. Um, but I don't really. I think it's all in me. I think I, I get things. Yes. From, from my perspective, anyway, I get things. I understand how society works. I understand how, you know, the family structure works, and all all the sort of things that are influenced in sociology, including politics. But do you ever just like have a minute and just go? Of all the things, it's like it seems so simple, but mm. of all the things to be cross about, like ditto with racism as well. Where you're like, it's all so messy now, but you're like, let's just set this down to the bottom. Let's let's set this down to the bottom line of this and go, would you look at what you're upset about? Would you look at what, what why are you upset about that? Is there, is there even an answer to that, about why that happens? Why is why are people judged on the colour of the skin? Why are people judged on, you know, who they choose to 
his trousers they take off. It's like, do, why, why is that a thing even? I mean, none of us are obviously born with these prejudices. They, yeah, they, yeah. they come with sort of life experiences. And is it just socialisation? Do you really think that? I, I genuinely do think it is. I mean, you know, if you look, you know, 20 or 30 years ago, you know, having, um, you know, one of those, um, it, it was the Gollywog uh, toys, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they yeah. were considered quite acceptable. Yeah. So obviously you look at it now and it's very much cultural appropriation. And, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And it, I think it's, it's even small things like that sort of feed into the general system, um, which then, you know, it allows everybody else to make up prejudices and it's just things which happen, you know, which are said in the school playground. So, you know, from a young age, people are sort of getting fed information, they're taking things in and, you know, it's what they're being, you know, taught and they're taking it in as their own sort of a part of them and that's what they believe in. So mm. I think a lot of it does come down to early years education. Um, so, and um, yeah, but I mean, I think definitely my generation is the most liberal sort of what we've had so far. So, you know, the future... It's hopefully looking bright, you know. I don't want to jinx that. But, but later, uh, but in Russia, though, if education state control, then there's mm. not. That's just exactly. propagating that idea, isn't completely. it? Just, yeah, so completely. It's, yes. they're being taught it. Yeah. Yes, they are. You yeah. know, so it's you know, it's in Russia, it's going to take you know more than a generation. You know, it, it starts when Putin goes, and hopefully the opposition comes in. But it's going to take generations to come to actually, you know, to go down to the fabrics of society and yeah. and break that stigma down. And where do so. you stand on the theory that, that that you know a degree of homophobia comes? You can't really apply it to racism, but but a degree of homophobia comes from uh, somebody's own sexual insecurity or perhaps fear of their own feelings. That's uh, I do think that plays a massive part. I mean, yeah. internalised homophobia within the LGBT community is massive. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, I, I have friends of mine who, you know, some of them aren't even out. You know, they sometimes make comments, and I've got to say, you know, you do realise you're actually being homophobic, and they're like how can I be a homophobic? I'm gay, you know, and it's it's that realisation, you know, uh, that women, you know, if a, a woman can't be sexist, you know. Yeah. Uh, um, it's yeah. I have a difficulty with it because I'm, I'm a comedian, so I have a yes. difficulty with it because, you know, often, most things I will talk about, not particularly on this show, mm-hmm. when we have serious discussions like this, but most things when I talk about them, I've always got one eye on either being mischievous or being whatever. And when mm-hmm. we had a ongoing thing in one of the podcasts, the other podcasts that I did, we were about that I was suggesting that my co-host was gay. Mm. Um, and uh, it happened like over a series really it was going on and I actually spoke to Barry about it at one point and said I think we're on dodgy ground with this because even though I know what I'm doing and you know what I'm doing mm. there are people that, it's that, just yeah. it, it can and then we just started getting emails and I was literally writing back and I never did it's just going honestly we've already had this talk and I absolutely agree with you like they, they would say you know I love the power up I really love what you do and that just doesn't say, you know, uh, not not all gay people either. It wasn't similar. Like, I'm a gay man or yeah. people, I'm also gay fans who had no issue with it at all. And I was having to write back going, and, and I've not actually not got a defence for this at all. I've not, you know, that... Yeah. It, what my defence is, is I'm being childish. Well, there's mm. one in this week's episode, not this would be last week's episode now, where it's it's the bullying Barry special because people say I bully him and I don't, <laughs> so I decided for one episode I am just going to bully him because I've got nothing to lose. Mm. And right in the middle of that, I say you you your hair you've got hair like a gay, right? And he goes, yeah. he's what I go you got you've got hair like a gay, <laughs> you you look like a gay. And I actually had to say in the episode I actually said, and please, please don't email me about that. I know I know that's wrong. I'm doing mm. what children do in the playground. That's that's what I'm trying to get across here, but. Even that, I've, but do you I've, think someone could listen to that and think, "Oh, that's an acceptable"? I mean, that's the that's the issue. Say, I think. Isn't it? Yeah, that, that, that's I think it. So. You know, it's the manner of saying something. Uh, well, I have to say yes because I'm a comic, so, yeah, I, so yeah. I have to say, I have to, like I said before, I have to go full freedom of speech and say intent is everything, but 
your intent does not rule out how somebody responds to it. So mm-hmm. you can't. So you start to be responsible for what you said. So I, I consider myself responsible. So if I get emails about that, mm. um, I, again, I can't. The only argument I can offer is what I say in the episode, which is I was doing. I was doing a child in a playground yeah. who think it's all, you know think it's all right, but it isn't all right. I mean, no. th- there's definitely a sort of a line between comedy and sort of casual homophobia. Um, I mean, I, I personally, I wouldn't sort of take offence to that comment. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I haven't seen the guy's hair, but you know, if it's, if it's, it's got proper, like yeah, proper, he <laughs> looks like. I mean, I don't think I'm even being offensive to say he looks like a proper I bender. I <laughs> <laughs> I, do you know what? I met Barry, and I can't remember his hair. No, it's the way he done his hair all oh, like, he? yeah, he's like proper. Oh, so what sort of style was it? Yeah. Was it perm? Was it you know, was a bit, bit like yours, mate. Nice. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, in that case, it's the greatest it, compliment known to man. Yeah, he did. It was a sort of a little quiff that he yeah. did. But I, did, I didn't think that wasn't me. I didn't think that. I wasn't mm. saying that. Like, I thought he didn't I was, have hair. I don't know why. I thought Barry had no hair. Oh, he in sometimes shows yeah, it quite short. Yeah, I sometimes. think I've met him. Yeah. I definitely don't remember him having hair. It's quite bad that you've met someone and don't know what hair is. That is actually really bad, isn't it? Unless you met him. Did you meet him during his cancer treatment? Oh, no, I didn't. So... <laughs> well, the, 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 but you're right though I, and, and I understand saying you wouldn't take offence here but that, that's my overall point is that I, I can I can't get too stamping my feet about artistic freedom and shit mm. if someone took offence because I don't know what their background is and mm. I don't know what the, you know I don't know what yeah. what their triggers are or whatever you know and I think that even though some people can dismiss triggers out of hand sometimes the, yeah. it's like Dodds goes mad about twi- about trigger warnings he said oh trigger warning people need to fucking grow up and it's like toughen up and all that and I always respond to him saying if you're bothered by a trigger warning it's not for you hmm. so just let it go it's not for if you think that's pointless yeah it's not for you well, everyone's got the right to be offended by something that you might go I think it's fine but I say well, that's a, that has offended me but then, then it goes well, you have the right you to be offended. Well, no, you have the right to be offended you don't necessarily have the right to enforce your offence in, in a in a um uh, well, in a sense, sensorial way, so you, can, no. you, you can't say because I am offended that can't exist. No, but I could say to you, uh, you said it, but just to let you know I am offended by this. But without be a right laugh, this show. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, really faint. I think fucking question time. <laughs> I know, this isn't it. Well, there's more to come of that. So, yeah, uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> God Almighty, I'm not really out of time as well. Yeah, yeah it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, hmm. but I just want—I I do find it quite a desperate situation, really. There's no real answer to it, is there? Because there will always be people being offended, and there will always be people saying, "I've got the right to say it's, 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 anything." It's very hard because obviously there's you know free speech on one hand, yeah. you know mm. being a, you know, being offensive on the other. So I mean, and especially for me as somebody who considers themselves as a campaigner and activist, but also mm. managing that as a journalist as well and trying to uphold the values of free speech, which mm. is you know is fundamental to Western democracy it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a very hard balance you know and when you well, they don't sit hand in hand do they yeah, they do, they do no, not they and, you know i think if you be, you know when you believe in trigger warnings and you know no platforming like you know um some sort of places do like the nus national mm. union of students um and sort of limiting what people can say it is going against freedom of speech so if you believe in those things you're not fully committed to freedom of speech yeah. and that's very difficult for my mind to comprehend and because i'm very mixed on on the on the issue so i've said plenty of times on this show militants will ruin the world uh, i agree so uh, a- anyone militant on either side mm-hmm. on, on, on either side yes. getting militant is never the way. Well, let me just say, being a member of the Labour Party, I completely <laughs> understand that because, Christ have mercy, <laughs> it's, it's fucking horrendous. It really is. No, I dare, uh, I dare oh, say, gosh, man, yeah. but you know, you've got yeah. to look for the good people, aren't you? You've got to go, yeah. well, who's actually, yeah. even, if they do, even if they're doing it wrong. Corbyn. 
No, but I get it. But I think with Corbyn, mm. um, and we haven't even got time to talk about this, but <laughs> I, do you not believe... No, you might go, mm. that makes you unelectable as a party. And I say you, as I'm, I'm a former member of the Labour Party. I'm yes. not a member of any party now. Right? Right. I've, I've pretty much turned my back on organised politics completely. Yeah. Um, but what I will say, as a now, as a now outsider mm. of something that I used to be a member of, and I think if I had to support someone, I'd support the Labour Party. Mm. That, you know, but I'd just rather just go, ah, fucking get on with it. <laughs> I live in my house. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I wish I made that decision a while ago. It's too late for but, me. But you know what, man, you may well do. But I, I do. I occasionally miss the old days of being an angry young man, and mm. I. Okay, but I mostly am a much happier individual. Mm, I can imagine. W- without that constant fight for things that weren't always that important. That, mm. That's how that's how I see it. You know, that, the, the important thing sometimes got lost is what I feel. Uh, my feeling on Corbyn is that he is a good chap, is what I think. Mm. I think he is a a good person. That's mm. what I think about him. And I I also feel that I understand why people in the Labour Party be like, oh for fuck's sake, I get that. Mm. We're never going to win. But I think sometimes thinking we're never going to win is losing sight of goodness, is what I think. I agree a little bit, but then uh, we don't have much time, obviously, and I could debate this for hours and hours, trust me. So, uh, I mean, I've got to cut you off there, so you don't, <laughs> you don't get a right reply, mate. So, I mean, you know, I do think he's, he's a good man. I think he's made some questionable decisions in the past. Yeah. Um, and I do honestly think that, you know, the way that he and his leadership team is acting um, isn't very good, and I don't think it is... Dare I say moral? Because it is denying the country of an opposition at a time when we're going through so many changes and so many people need an opposition to this government. And you know, look at you know Prime Minister's questions last week. You know, the government uh, you know went uh, went backwards on national insurance contributions. That should have been an easy shot for oh, any leader yeah, of the that opposition. Was the week, week before last, wasn't it? The yeah. Week, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. And you know, it was just. The, the, you know, Theresa May left the uh, PMQs laughing. So you know, it's, yeah, yeah. there's no yeah. opposition. There's no chance of Labour win- winning, and it's just a disaster for but, anyone. But what my fear for the world is is that in order to um, to be a viable opposition, you've got to go down the Blair route. That's that's what the, my feeling is. And hmm. you know, and I was. Uh, I was going to say I was instrumental in getting blessed. Yeah, but I wasn't. Well, I, mean, I wasn't well, instrumental. I mean, if you were, then oh. please tell me more. I've got, I'm uh, very actually, intrigued. I've got mate. Oh. It actually was. But, oh. but, um, but I, I said I was a big supporter of the Labour Party mm. leading up, like for many years leading up to that. But going back mm. to Kenneth, you know, yes. leading up to that. Um, and John Smith, fucking, what would have happened? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, I, I watched the Labour Party sell out the Dockers within like a week, and it was like, what? What is that? What is going on there? What is you know? And then I met John Prescott, and I was like, what the fuck? God, I thought he liked rugby league. I thought he'd be like, this fucking maniac. This bloke. That's how I, you know, I was like, I don't. You're not what I thought you were. You're not, the, you know, and all. So, and that's really when I came away from politics. To be honest with you, that was what that destroyed it for me. So. But they got elected. They managed mm-hmm. to do it by going, you know, it's well, well spoke about, isn't it? By going right. Go right. Yeah. Well, going to the centre, not, not necessarily to the right. Still right, right so. from where right. they were. Yeah. I mean, yes, but when you consider the actual changes that was made under the Blair and Brown government, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's amazing what happened to, you know, and completely shift, shifted the political centre ground. And, uh, 
yeah, changed British society for well for years to come. I just I, I want my Labour Party left and I want my Conservative Party right. I want it to be that I want it to be that sort of battle. I imagine Game of Thrones probably yes. is. I want it to be <laughs> very like that. Stormtroopers and rebels is what I want. Well, I want it that be- far apart. I don't want them moving closer. I want them fucking far apart. And then once the election happens, then we yep. can all get a bit closer again. But, but for, I think you've kind point. of got that now with you know the current government and yeah, the yeah, Labour yeah. Party. Yeah, so yeah. But as you as you're saying though, that makes them unelectable. So it it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's one of the difficult ones. But although how the present Conservative Party is electable is beyond me <laughs> much as I try to be apolitical uh, well look it's been a pleasure speaking with you man yeah, it's been great really to nice be here so. and um I was about to say, and your book is a, is a no book. No, but would you go <laughs> no. back to Russia again on your own? Yes, I would. Would you, you go on your own? Would you, would you go on your own? <laughs> <laughs> on your own? Well, my choice, just to finish it off, since I've been, so many of my friends now want to come with ah. me, so I'm like, yes, Oh, really? Yes. So you've been, right. so you're, you're the fucking canary down the yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, now, yeah, now yeah. they want to come. Now I've been and tried and tested it yeah, out. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, nice. Well, look, pleasure speaking with you, man. Uh, thanks for joining us today. We've got Sarah and possibly Mice. We don't know, it's a week before. I think before. it's Sarah and Mice are on after this. All them, like, doing all, all the rapping in it. All the, in a week. All the rap group. The hip-hop, be in the hip-hop show after this one. Doing all the gr- And do you know what? If you're listening now, Sarah, can we? Can you orchestrate it in the hip-hop show so it's a bit less aggressive this week? Oh, not aggressive. All, not all shouting at each other. Just, just do nice rapping for a bit. Nice If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.